Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Patriots Training Camp, this is Patriots Unfiltered. Well, welcome in, everybody. We are here at Patriots Training Camp Day 3, presented by Optim. I'm Mike Dussault, Paul Perillo, Alex Francisco. We're back for another day of training camp action, Paul. And it uh, seems like the heat has picked up a little bit here today. Uh, maybe it'll push the, uh, the players a little bit as the humidity ramps up. Yeah, I wanted to get down and see just exactly what a hype man does. <laughs> so I was down in the bleachers a little bit uh, to, to listen to you and Tamara. Uh, sort of get the crowd whooped up. I think it's a oh. bigger crowd today yeah. than we've had the last couple of days. Yep. Um, I don't see as many uh, open pockets of, of bleachers, and certainly that hill is filled in uh, quite nicely. So it is a sticky one. It's a little bit hotter than it has been, but uh, that's not stopping the people from coming coming by. And as Alex said yesterday, checking out the best bargain that you can get in sports. That's free. right. Can't be, can't There's be not free. much left in the world that's free. No, and I mean, they seem like they were bringing the energy, too. I don't know. I mean, if it was maybe my, my me and Tamara's pump-up skills or what, but I people think it was loud and ready to go. We saw some great plays down there, so uh, last for a couple of days of camp, and, and hopefully that continues. Uh, Alex, what have you seen the first couple of days? Give me a couple uh, you know highlights for you as what you've taken away uh, from the first two days of training camp. Yeah, I think obviously Devontae Parker's chemistry with Mac early on is really the big takeaway that I think everyone has. Um, I was impressed with Bledsoe yesterday on defense, and I really am looking forward to today seeing how the offense bounces back after yesterday's practice. Yeah, well, you bring that up. So the defense was kind of carrying things there at the end of practice. I believe there were, you know, 10 straight stops that they got, but it all came down to the last one, Paul, and the offense made the play with a little dump off. <laughs> yeah. So it was the defense yet again, second day in a row, doing the, uh, doing the push-ups at the end of practice. I loved listening to the defensive backs talk about it. Adrian Phillips was like, you know, uh, you know, he's talking about wearing the gloves, and he's like, you know, so if we're making plays with those gloves on, now what are you going to say? And, you know, like they're talking about how, you know, we had a chance to do some talking today, and then they brought up the last play, and he's like, well, yeah, you know, I guess, you know, you could play great for 59 minutes and 59 seconds, but if the last second uh, you give up a, a, you know, a game-winning touchdown, it's all for But you could just tell, like, he, they were a lot happier about their performance yesterday. And... Uh, in fairness, I, I, I believe that was a, a, a pretty pretty evident pick <laughs> to, to get uh, Hunter Henry uh, all alone in, in, the, uh, in the corner. But uh, a little bit, I, I don't want to be like sounding any alarms or anything, but a little concerning that you go 10 straight plays without being able to get into the end zone from, from inside. That Most of those plays were around the 5 or the 4-yard line. So you couldn't find a way to get anybody really open, and that to me was the, the number one thing. I didn't think it was... It was uh, the best execution that we've seen. Let's put it that way. Yeah, for sure. And you have, you do, I, I just love the, the competition between the two sides. And you can see that ramping up, you know, the, the, the energy going back and forth. Uh, Devin McCourty giving a little dance in the face kind of of what Devontae Parker was doing to the crowd on the first day. Uh, you know, we're going to get to a point in a couple of weeks where they'll finally get to hit someone else other than themselves. They'll get Carolina coming in here. And with the pads coming on Monday, it feels like we're kind of setting the competitive stage. And, and maybe here today you'll see a continuation of that, you know, kind of competitiveness. And like you said, even though the offense made that last play, I think they've got something to prove a little bit here today in terms of bouncing back if you're just looking at the narrative overall at training camp. Who's right. doing the push-ups today, guys? Early predictions. Well, I'm going to predict the defense will do it because I think the, these kinds of drills are so stacked against the defense. It's, you know, you have one play, and it's, it's really hard, to, I think, to come up with a stop, which was what I thought made the, uh, that, that last 
segment really eye-opening to me uh, with you know the way the defense came up with a bunch of stops. Yeah, the continued red zone work. I mean, we've talked about Devontae Parker, but you know maybe some of the other pieces were, were a little bit quiet yesterday. I know Hunter Henry had you know a nice touchdown grab. I think he was the one that had the, the last touchdown, he even did. though it yep. felt like that was a you know not quite a tight window throw, kind of a little oh, no. dump off. Uh, yeah, there was no one. There was no one on. You know, so uh, I think those guys you know maybe need to step up a little bit today. I mean, you know, we're we're talking about training camp here. There's going to be ins and outs every day. I I, I don't want to blow up that oh but, you, you know, know their if, backs are against the wall. But, but let's it's look competitive. at it from the other perspective too, right? And, and we always talk about this every year. And, and and Belichick gets asked about it a lot. You know, when one side of the ball is having more success than the other during training camp, it's always is that something that you look at real, as a real positive for the side that's that's winning yeah. or do you look at it as a negative for the side that's not coming up with any plays um, I thought that the secondary responded to the first day where I thought more often than not Mac Jones and the receivers were, were connecting yesterday I thought more often than not it was the other way around so I mean I, I think if you're looking at it from a balanced perspective that's probably what you want a, a, as a coach is a little success on both sides yeah it's just everything's so tough in the red zone and I mean I think that's by design we talked last year about you know, Bill told us that's what they always do. I don't know. It stood out to me last year that it seemed like everything was in the red zone, and that's what we've seen early on here. I mean, it's the tightest yeah. windows. It's where you've got to score points. It's the, the hardest part of the field to, to convert and to produce in. And, uh, you know, I think it was a good showing for the defense yesterday. I mean, you've got a lot of new pieces kind of working in. And, and as Alex mentioned, Josh Bledsoe, guy who you know wasn't really involved last year i mean he was on some some i don't know if he was on ir he started year. off on on nfi he came back and practiced a little bit uh and then i think he ended up being out is that uh Dave, so that we got david andrews, david andrews back. And so that's uh, in uniform today um you know as you guys see uh, some of the offensive linemen walking up from the ramp so there's uh there's a little bit of news. You get your starting center back in, in full uniform off of PUP. Yep, just what, two two days missed, so not, not a big deal at all. Raquan McMillan also came off almost immediately, uh, so that'll leave the Patriots with you know just a handful of guys, James White, uh, Jabril Peppers among those names of guys that, that have not come off the PUP list, but great sign to see Andrews out there. I mean, I think they've got a good backup in, in James Ferentz who's able to give them you know quality reps, but... David Andrews, I mean, he's been the mainstay. And really, when you look at the offensive line, he's the only piece returning that's in his actual spot that was last year, you know, at center. Yeah, and, and that's the, you know, the, the, one, the one constant that you sort of feel good about, uh, it, you know, as well. So, that, yeah, it, it's a good point. You need to get the continuity at center and let everybody else sort of play off of that with all the, uh, the moving around that's been going on. So day three, we got guys uh, continuing to trickle in. And, of course, we'd love to hear from all you guys. You send us an email, webradio at patriots.com. Give us a call, 855-PATS-500. Uh, be happy to talk to you guys. Let us know, you know, what you're looking for, what your questions are. I know as, you know, a former fan across the country waiting with bated breath on all the reports and tweets and everything telling you what's going on at Patriots camp. So we hope to provide you guys with, you know, all the information that you're kind of seeking here as we uh, hear a roar of the crowd. And there he is, Mac Jones trotting on now the first couple of days he's been uh, one of the first guys out today uh i'm sure he'll still be considered one of the first guys out again but uh <laughs> even though he wasn't first either one of the first two days he was considered first by many many reports but no no knee brace today a little bit of a little bit of an interesting uh, observation there yeah, i wonder so if he puts it on out here we'll see yeah or uh or perhaps maybe they're they're ramping things back a little bit uh and, of course, a week from today, I want to make everybody aware, if you're a Foxborough resident or season ticket holder, uh, they will have their in-stadium practice. So you're welcome to oh. get tickets to that. Come that on down. Jake Bailey, too. And, over oh, here. and there we go. Jake Bailey off of the Recovered NFI. Recovered from his illness. 
his illness. non-football yeah, it was illness. not a football illness. Remember, it was not a football illness. He's not like me. He does not have football fever, and he's back out here. And, you know, he's a guy. I, I, I love when I, he's a guy. He's a guy, Paul, uh, that was booming some pumps in the spring. I think people are, you know, optimistic. I, after that great 2020 he had, it felt like, you know, he was kind of battling injuries a little bit last year. Uh, you know, certainly I don't think the, the punt team helped him out in, in all situations as well with some blocks. But, uh, you know, based on what I saw from, from Jake Bailey in the spring, seems like he's, he's healthy. And uh, we'll see today maybe if he, uh, if he was ready to, to start booming some more punts here. I have to admit up front, you know, I don't want to hide anything. I never really once, to, you know, was concerned about the punting situation <laughs> for any team well, that I've just, ever watched. You're just an any, optimistic, Paul. In any season, <laughs> I have to say that. Well, and they have... And they do have, uh, you know, Jake Julian as well. So, you know, they, they do have some competition there. We'll see, we'll see if they do any punting. We have seen some special teams periods as well uh, as guys continue to, to trickle on to the field. Uh, there's number 61, Drew Desjardins. Up, experience up in the Canadian Football League is the, uh, you know, Patriots continue to tap all the different uh, avenues. You've got, you know, Jeremiah Farms that they signed late in the year uh, this spring was – you know, did some time as well in, in the, what is it, the USFL. The USFL. Yep. So they're, uh, you know, you've got some guys from all over the place here uh, on the team as they're, you know, trying to turn over every stone and, and see if they can find any gems. And uh, now 64, now that's Demarcus yeah, Mitchell. Demarcus Mitchell, another undrafted rookie, outside linebacker. Who, yeah, uh, and, you know, we get, a, we get questions about the undrafted guys a lot, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, the Patriots obviously have, um, you know, a long history of, of undrafted free agents making the team, as most teams do. Um, but, and they're always asking us, you know, which guy you think. I haven't really seen any of these guys, you yeah. know, so far getting an extraordinary amount of reps or anything with, with any frontline players. Brandon Schooler is a guy that I often talk about in that regard because I think I've seen him in the spring with Matthew Slater and Justin Bethel. Um, he's a safety uh, by trade, I believe, out of Texas. Yep. Um, so he's a guy to keep an eye on and is the guy that we've been talking about so far in the first couple of days of camp, Joshua Bledsoe. I, I think that he is, you know, it's shorts and helmets, so I don't want to get carried away, but I agree with, with what Alex said earlier um, about him making some plays. Now, Paul, you, you wrote a nice uh, long feature on, on Josh, I believe. Of course, you know, you're a big Drew Bledsoe fan, so the name uh, was an easy, uh, easy transition there for you. But uh, what, did, uh, what did the coaches tell you about him last year? I mean, what, what, what kind of player is he in, in terms of, you know, we know he's a safety, but, but what were the things yeah. in college that, that he kind of hung his hat on? They liked him, you know, as sort of a, a versatile safety that could perform as well in coverage as he did uh, against the run. Uh, and, you know, he, he had some success uh, at Missouri doing that. But, yeah, I mean, I'm a little, you know, without having seen him all, at all last year, you sort of want to get a chance to, you know, make your own impressions. And I think early on what we've seen has been, has been pretty positive. Yeah, we got uh, we also got Matt, Matt Judon picking up where he left off yesterday. Uh, he's down in the nearest end zone. Big red sweatshirt on. He's a, he's a sweatshirt guy always, but just throwing some uh, throwing some passes to the fans. They're throwing them back. Sometimes that's part of his pregame routine as well. Seems like he's uh, keeping that up. But you know, going back to Bledsoe, I mean, just a you know real stack position group. But I think he's doing the thing that that it's hard to really stand out at this part of the year. But he's doing the thing that Malcolm Butler did, I think, when yes. he first got here, making plays on the ball. And that, it's just you can't ignore it when he's around these plays. And, and I think yesterday saw some of the, you know, I, I, it's hard for us to, to, to clock everything, but, but somebody had recorded him with, you know, three pass breakups, which, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to say that, like, oh, man, we really need another safety. But, 
you're not going to turn away a good player who uh, seems to have a knack for, for well, being in the right place. I'll tell you what I saw. I saw a guy on tight ends, and, and he was covering Jonu Smith. He covered uh, Devin Asiasi a couple of times. Um, so I, I think they've had some issues with tight ends, uh, quite frankly, as, you know, as deep as their safety position is. So if he's a guy that can be sort of a matchup piece in, in that regard, I, I, you know, I think you have to take a look at it and, yeah. and see what you get. I mean, certainly if Peppers uh, – you know, isn't able to come off uh, PUP maybe even before the season. He misses the first six weeks. It, you know, it does give you a, an added layer of depth. But, I mean, we've seen them last year play plenty of three safeties. I don't know if we'll get to four safeties, but, but having that extra body will certainly uh, be good. And here comes Damian Harris, always one to uh, have the energy as well, pumping up the crowd. Fred, Fred Kirsch, not quite, not quite sure if he practiced yesterday, yeah, but we can't see him back out here, <laughs> according to Fred. <laughs> but we can confirm that, that Damian Harris is, uh, is back out out here today. Uh, so what do you think, Alex? What are you, uh, what are you looking for today? You want to see, uh, see some offensive back, b bounce back? I would like them to maybe not strictly do, like, red zone stuff. I want to see if they lengthen the field a little bit today, Yeah. see some of the speed. You're going to be disappointed. Because <laughs> well, they'll, they'll, I, I, my guess is they will. You know, from experience, will, I'm sure. Well, I mean, that's the way they've done it traditionally. Now, there's a little bit of a new offense going in this year, so maybe there'll be, a, a, you know, some adjustments made. But generally, yes, they start off with a tremendous amount of red zone work. And there's Mr. Energy himself, Kendrick Bourne, who, uh, you know, has had, has had some catches for sure the last, you know, couple days at camp. Um, but I think, like, you know, like Alex kind of said, I think he, his damage is kind of in the middle of the field. I think that's where he's most effective. Probably not surprising that, you know, you've seen the most out of Parker and Henry and a little bit of John U. Smith right. in the red zone. I mean, that's where they're supposed to be standing. How up. about a little bit of an observation in, in terms of that? Um, you know, I, I have seen Bourne, you know, between the hashes a lot. I think maybe uh, sort of putting Jacoby Myers on the back burner a little bit. He's been quiet. Yeah, quiet a couple of days, and here comes uh, Jacoby running out as well. And, I, and then, you know, it's just, I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly, but I seem to think that, that Jacoby had a little bit of a slow start last year as well. Um, you know, not just, just not popping up. I mean, of course, Jacoby's thing is re reliability on third down and, and knowing where to be in, in those key moments. And, uh, you know, maybe that doesn't always sh show up in the red zone. I mean, obviously he's got, uh, you know, what, what, I, did he get a second touchdown last year? I think he got two, right? He finally broke the ice with the first one and then, you know, got a second one. But uh, no question, Parker's been, been kind of the, the go-to piece in terms of the contested catches down there as, uh, as the guys continue to, to roll out. We're getting close here to... Uh, to some stretching as things will uh, start to ramp up a little bit and crowd continuing to, to file in so it's a uh, it's a good day I think tomorrow is going to be the, the busy day tomorrow Saturday well this is kids are up, to me this camp. is significantly more people than have been here the first two it's days it's packed yeah today. yeah we're lining the uh, line in the edge here and uh, God bless people because I know it can be hot as heck down there on yeah. those I was walking around <laughs> down there and you could just feel the heat radiating off the bleachers <laughs> I was down there campaigning for mayor, uh, you know, a while ago. <laughs> You're glad handing, you know, kissing yeah, babies. I, mean, I was pressing, pressing a little fre you know, flesh, you know, kissing babies yeah. and whatnot. But there are a lot of kids here, and uh, it, it is, it, it's, it's tough because it is, it is pretty hot. It's pretty humid out there, and when you get in those metal bleachers, it can be warm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like we keep talking about, uh, where else are you going to get this close to the players and have it be so easily accessible? I think it's a, it's a, it's a great take. Yeah. And I know it's one that I took advantage of when my kids were younger. They, they, they would come uh, frequently during the course of training camp. And uh, I see a lot of, a lot of uh, families doing that today as well. So well, many Paul. fun games set up too. Oh, yeah. Coloring, make a sign. 
Well, Paul, you know, after that shark incident last year, I mean, I think Mayor Vaughn might be a little susceptible to your campaign for mayor. So I think you might have an opening there. I don't think he handled it all that well. I'll tell you, and, and kept the beaches open, as you know, means friendship. <laughs> I'm going to try to throw as many Jaws references today. So Alex is like, what? What are they talking right about? Right over my head. <laughs> but there's Hardy. He got it. He's down there yeah, somewhere. If he's heard laughing. It. He, know, he knows. But so guys working through, you can see the, uh, the big domes on the uh, linemen. Doesn't seem like the guys are too uh, psyched about them, but no, it doesn't seem like they really affect all that much. It's like but. a necessary evil. Yeah, but hopefully it, uh, hopefully it results in some protection. I just, I just struggle to remember guys really coming out of practices with concussions. I mean, is that a big like? Uh, it's happened. You know? Yeah, it's happened uh, occasionally, but I, I'm not really sure what those. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they've done studies. I don't want to speak out of school. I'm sure they've done studies, and there's you know, some kind of practicality to it. I, I'm not sure how much that, that would help, but yeah. Well, do you remember the ones insulation? Yeah. Well, do you remember the ones back in the day? Like, uh, who was the special teamer from Buffalo that always oh, had like, uh, a, like kind of a rubber Michael covering. Yeah. yeah of his helmet that made it helmet. look even bigger. Yeah. It looked yeah. like a great kazoo. <laughs> he would do that voluntarily. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Some guys did, but I, I mean, it adds, uh, you know, more weight too. So I, I don't know, whatever they can do with the technology to, to improve and, you know, it's a big thing, but if there's any kinds of, you know, information out there that says it helps, I, yeah. I think it's something everybody should be all in, all in favor of. Yeah, sure. Is big Trent Brown coming out here? I don't see him yet. Yep, trucking yeah. out. Yeah. Trucking. I thought he was just finishing his lap from yesterday. Yeah. That was, uh, <laughs> those laps tend to it be. It was like a walk with a little hop. <laughs> He's a big man. You know, there was uh, Brian Hoyer didn't do a whole lot yesterday. I thought Z Zappy got a lot more reps than he did on on day one, and I don't see Brian Hoyer out there. Am I missing? Yeah. Him? No, I'm not. He's no. just not in his shirt yet, and I haven't seen him. Uh that's a negative. Looks like the quarterbacks are headed over to the far field as they're getting ready to go. So, yeah, that's a, a notable one there for, for Hoy Dog. Hopefully, he's all right. Got. Yeah, so the quarterback's getting loosened up over there. There's Mac. Now this is Paul's favorite drill from yesterday. Um, and as you guys are uh, as you guys are seeing, you keep making fun of me. No, no, I I, I thought it was okay. a great point out, Paul. <laughs> yes, great point out. Trying to get it, uh, you know, right to that back corner, and uh, we saw it translate early in early, practice, but not late. Yeah. On seven on seven on the far end, I, I thought he threw a perfect one to uh, I think it was John Smith. Um, same kind of deal, and then he had a. Uh, same kind of a route to Nelson Aguilar in the late full teamwork. And it was way, you know, the timing was off. The throw was long. I know, uh, you know, some of our colleagues were talking about it. Well, it wasn't all on Mac, you know, all the 10. You know, there was a throw that I thought uh, Aguilar could have gotten inbounds. Aguilar didn't even get one foot in. No, like he, he had no was, shot of yeah. getting inbounds. No. Then there was another one shortly thereafter where Bourne was coming across the back line of the end zone. He got a hand on it, and they called it a drop. I, yeah, that was not a drop. Um, you know, I, give the defense some credit. Yep, I'm giving the defense some credit for for that late uh, practice work yesterday. I thought that they had tight coverage. I thought they made it tough on on Mac and the receivers, and I thought they won the majority of those reps. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Though. I don't think it was a lack of necessarily a lack of execution on Mac Jones's part. I thought it was a a, a good job in coverage. Uh, you know, with the Patriots secondary. Yeah, I, I said yesterday I'd like to see, uh, you know, I, I want to see a little bit of Mac having, you know, not 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 that I want him to see him struggle, but I want to see 
resilience. You know, I want to see some bounce sure. back. And and yesterday wasn't the greatest. It was, you know, wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um, but I think it needs to be better today. And, and that's what I'm interested to see how uh, how he backs up. But I've definitely got my radar up without the knee brace on. Just wondering if they're going to dial back the competitive portions, albeit you know limited competitive portions that they've even been doing. Yeah, you know, and I, I know this. Like I heard, I heard a lot of people talking. Like you know those those kinds of buzzwords always stick with me. And I know it's a me problem. It's not really a, a them problem. It's a me problem. You know, you know, in the competitive portion. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. There hasn't been a competitive yeah. portion of anything that we've seen it's like yet. Barely two hand touch. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know that they're, they're not wearing pads. Although they do look like they have the shells on today, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not seeing that. Right. They have shells on underneath the, those uniforms, like the little. Uh, you know the. Yeah. Now is Mac dancing Soft there? Is, uh, I'm not... <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, definitely shell. So, but they haven't. They, you know, it, it. You know, I'm not saying there's no effort. Like, don't confuse a lack, like, a lack of competition for a lack of effort. Yeah, I just think truly competitive is. I got to beat press coverage. You got to beat me. You know, my my hands on techniques, and and then we're going to fight for the ball in the air. Like, there's going to be contact. Like, yeah. that's competitive. This is just sort of execution-based. You know, we're looking to get get our work in and, and, you know, a little more than that. Yeah, that's why I said the thing about guys that are around the ball, guys that are making catches and, you know, good throws in tight windows. Those are the things I think you can, uh, yeah. you know, give a little, check, a little check mark for. Execution-based, yeah. You know, and that's why I thought, tackling. like, the first day, I, I thought that. a Parker day one. Yes. Yeah. yeah, those, those kinds of throws, that's execution. That's what you're looking for. There's Bill, uh, you know, for those interested, that's the uh, D. Elvis hot jacket made famous Super Bowl 51. No uh, Elvis logo ripped off of the uh, left breast. He just won't I know. Well, people want to know these things, and there's only one person who's crazy enough. (laughs) There's only one person crazy enough to keep track of Bill Belichick's wardrobe, and that's me. So uh, might as well. uh, Sure you have some company on Reddit. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know if anybody on Reddit has a whole database about it. guys with tinfoil hats. (laughs) There's a database? Yeah, that's yes. one of my things, Alex. That's one of my a, things. Like an Excel spreadsheet or something? Of like every hoodie he's ever worn. So it's to break it down by like it's his jam. How many sleeves, wins in the gray. Wins, wins okay. with sleeves. You think he's kidding win right without now, don't you? I don't think he's kidding. Okay. I, I, know, I think I know so Mike you're well taking this with the seriousness that it needs to be. <laughs> She's like, no, that's very on brand for Deuce. That yeah. sounds like something crazy obsessive that, that he would do. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot really of fun. You know, once I started doing it, I felt like I had to had to keep it up. But uh, this is this one's funny though, just because he, he ripped the Elvis off. So you know, anytime there's any kind of controversy or anything, people suddenly spot it like it's a new thing, and are like, "Oh, is this a silent protest or something?" You know, all that kind of ridiculousness. But hey, he wore it in Super Bowl <laughs> Fifty One, so I, I guess it's uh, it's all good. <laughs> silent protest. <laughs> so we're getting warmed up here with uh, with some. Kind of walkthroughy stuff, right? Yeah, you know, Nothing. same kind of Nothing stuff that we've crazy. seen the last couple of days. Getting, getting going here with the running game, and you know, all eyes are on all this stuff, trying to discern what new tweaks the the Patriots offense might have. But I mean, I do think, you know, I guess we all kind of laughed when Jakob Johnson said, "Oh, they told me that, that the fullback position was was no longer going to be part of their offense." But I do think, it, as we get into here, I do think it is significant not to kind of have that piece of the puzzle and. You know, at any point in training camp, are we going to get a look at, I don't know, Jonu Smith playing some fullback, Dalton Keene, some of those guys in the tight end group that, that have done it a little bit, uh, just to give them that element to, to maybe throw it at defenses here and there? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a possibility. Uh, and I think that they'll have, you know, certain plays where you might want to have someone lined up out of the backfield. 
But I, I think that what they're, you know, what they're talking about, and I think probably what they conveyed to Jakob Johnson is that traditional sort of, you know, lead blocking, you know, getting into the A gap and taking on the linebacker fullback is not really going to be a big part of what they do. Now I think that they'll have two back sets, uh, you know, where a guy like yeah, I think John o. Smith is a guy that you bring up. We've seen them hand the ball to him a little bit. Yep. That was something that he did in Tennessee as well. So. Yeah, I mean, I could see them using him out of the backfield as an as an extra piece, as a sort of hybrid kind of kind of guy. You know, it's what some I'm wondering about. A little bit off the beaten path here, though. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be in a couple of weeks in Vegas watching some joint practices with the Raiders. They'll they'll of course face the Raiders later in the season. But God you help know, my what, liver, <laughs> Polly. What's the over under? <laughs> on trick plays with Josh McDaniels against the Patriots. Like, I feel like that's oh, almost like, or, 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 I mean, even in going into the game, That'd like, I mean, funny. Josh is always, you know, it's kind of part of the offense the last few years of, of you know, how, having the receivers throw touchdowns, you know, all those kind of things. I just, it'll be interesting to see how much of that stuff Josh tries to do to the Patriots. I mean, I'm not really expecting it in preseason, just, you know, I mean, they're not going to give it anything away. But I think once you get to the game, right. How much do they try to catch Bill, you know, and how much does Bill try to, to try to do it back to Josh? I mean, it's been, you know, just such a part of the offense. I don't know uh, with, what with them be playing, like, but. You know, with, with them playing <laughs> they might just the go straight season, up. You know, I don't know. I'm not sure it would make a whole lot of sense. Um, so we talked about Brandon Schooler as an undrafted rookie that has been doing some special team stuff, and he's doing that now as he, as he has been. I see, is that Demarcus Mitchell? Yes, Demarcus Mitchell, defensive lineman. He's lined up, like, next to Joe Cardona. And they're sort of where he looks like he would be like the outside guy on the punt protection, mm -hmm. you know, kind of the way yep. he's the way he's aligned. So I, I wonder if that's something that, uh, you know, maybe they're trying to groom him for. Demarcus Mitchell might be one of those undrafted guys that you give uh, a little extra attention to. Well, I mean, I think he's, you know, it's not really a stacked kind of position, just at least on t as far as the defense goes, but. I mean, these guys are all, it's all, it's all about special teams, right? Like these undrafted guys, like if you're not going to play special teams, it's hard to see any of these guys as undrafted oh. rookies making the yeah. team. So find, find any kind of role that, that you possibly can. I know, you know, Bill Murray has been kind of around on the practice squad yeah, the last couple of years. we haven't talked about that. Now he's, uh, you know, making a switch to offensive line. Yeah, so he's wearing 62 in white. So he's uh, trying to make a switch to guard, I would think. And let's see if he can find his way in there. we got the, we got the D-backs playing some, some tennis ball and... Although it looked like he might have been, no, yeah, I think he was a guard on that play. Never mind. Yeah, now we're getting a shot of, you know, some of the linebackers here working on, you know, taking off blocks, defeating them, making tackles. Pretty common that, that drill. You usually see that one going on, uh, you know, during the season when you get some of the warm-ups. So, yeah, we'll see uh, how things are coming together here as the two different offenses are working on opposite ends of the far, far field. Get a good close-up there, uh, some of those helmets. But, you know, it doesn't really seem like you'd even realize it's on. Once you got your helmet on, anyway. But well, Alex says it traps in the heat. I don't know what's it uh, made out of. It's got to be like looks like it's like some kind of a canvas kind of material. I don't yeah. know. Hope yeah, something absorbent. Uh, like a spongy <laughs> material. Yeah. So kind of interesting in watching down here with the uh, with the defensive, uh, or actually the cornerbacks, I should say. Uh, you know, kind of getting back and then catching a tennis ball with one hand. So it's yeah. Uh, it's yeah. always something. They've always got little it's little always tweaks something with you. <laughs> you know, little uh, little coaching things that, that they do to try to get guys to, you know, make plays and, and get their hands on the ball. Joan Williams working through. And here we're looking at some of the I call this I guess the linebackers, defensive end, defensive line group working on the the bags, the old traditional bags. I mean that, a lot of things have changed about football Paul over the years, but but 
the sled. The sled remains. The sled is, it doesn't seem like you still got to hit it at some point, anywhere. right? <laughs> yeah. And let's see what we got here. And again, guys, give us a, you know, hook in, give us a call, 855-PATS-500 here as we're, uh, you know, waiting for, for the activity to kind of pick up a little bit. I'm going to check some of the emails as well. And, uh, yeah, we got one email uh, from Efren. <laughs> He's just wondering, I think Bill Belichick's comment about Devon Godshaw took him a little bit by surprise. So I know there's been a lot of uh, you know, discussion about the two-year extension that they gave Godshaw, and he certainly seems excited. And, you know, I think at this point, Paul, I, I, I'm at where it is what it is. The run defense has got to be better this year, and, you know, Godshaw, two years here, we, we, we hopefully are going to get the kind of season out of him that, that they've been kind of telling us that they think he can have. So, yeah. you know, if that's the case, he can be a significant contributor and, and win the line of scrimmage. It'll be huge. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of people were a little bit, little bit, little bit confused by that meal. You're, you're, not, you're not alone for sure, Efren. Uh, we're trying to wonder that ourselves. Did it do what we got? Yeah, I mean, I just thought, you know, for a unit that has really struggled and for a player that you would consider to be a big part of that unit to get rewarded, I, you know, I, just, I just thought it was a little odd. No, Yep. You know, the, the comments don't bug me at all because that's what he does. I know every time he says something really nice about somebody, the media around here says, whoa, Belichick throwing out bouquets. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I remember when he called Patrick Chung one of the best safeties in football, and everybody sort of did the same thing. Like, Patrick Chung, right? Was, was he ever one of the best safeties <laughs> in football? No. But I think he's always spoke very highly of his team, you know, his personnel. Um, and I also think this particular year, Let's face it, this is probably the least amount of expectations that the Patriots yeah. have had heading into a season, um, you know, with the exception of the COVID year, yeah. um, you know, in, in, in over the last 20 years. And I, I think he's probably heard a lot of that. He knows his players have heard a lot of it, and he's maybe going a little bit overboard the other way, trying to let everybody know, like, you know, we got, we got players too. We're going we're gonna to come out here and compete. Good logistics question here uh, from Phil. Uh, it's Phil from Vermont. He's asking... Uh, a little bit about coming down here, wondering, practice scheduled for 9-15. How long is practice seen that it's going to be super hot next week? What is the likelihood that practice is canceled or moved inside? Uh, the festivities happen throughout the day, uh, and I assume all the bars and restaurants are open. Yes, they are. Uh, I, I don't think Heat's going to move him into the, uh, into the, inside the Socios.com field house. He, he, probably he, like that. Heat will not move them. That. And, uh, Thunder and lightning will move them. That's, that's about it. And we're getting a little shot there. Uh, of course, I mean, I, I mentioned the, the, the Ferentz family yesterday, kind of football royalty, certainly in Iowa. Bill Belichick welcoming Kirk Ferentz here today, uh, talking to him through, throughout. And, of course, James Ferentz still on the team. Well, who's the other Ferentz that was a coach here for a while, coached the tight ends? I, I, keep, I can't Brian. keep track of all the Ferentz's. Brian. But, uh, I think Brian is not like yeah. the OC at uh, yeah, Iowa, if I'm not sounds mistaken. right. But. So, always, uh, always a potpourri of guests here at the uh, at Patriots training camp. You never know. A lot of times, John Bon Jovi. I mean, he's almost a regular, but oh yeah, you know, he, he's here all the time. And the most famous of which was the day that you and I walked out of our, my office and bumped into <laughs> and him. And there was like, John Bon Jovi up in the administrative. Yep. Oh yeah, he was like right <laughs> around the corner from us. I don't know what I was more surprised at yeah, seeing John Bon Jovi machine. there or Josh McDaniels one time just just talking to Paul. Just you, sitting I don't there know talking why you Paul. bring that story up all the time. <laughs> I, I've told you many times, Mike. I'm cool when people like me. People just randomly. That's why I and I'm going to be moving my office like now. I'm not going to get my little drop-ins <laughs> anymore. I, I like that affirmation though. Uh, 
Here's one from, from Jake, Jake in Australia. What part of our training camp would be everyone's favorite part? The start, seeing everyone come back and get into it. The middle, everyone should be slightly broken in, seeing how they'll look. At the end, pads are involved and it's full steam ahead. Joint practices. Yeah. Yeah, joint I practices. I want to see some scraps. Joint practices for sure. It's, I mean, joint practices are so fun, it's almost like you forget that there's a whole other NFL team here. I mean, you're aware that they're here, but... You know, it's like all of a sudden last year, I remember being like, oh, wait, Saquon Barkley's out there right now. You know, like, yeah. like in these gen in guys, general you don't terms, even really realize and, and, it. And this is not like, the, I felt like this, like, throughout. Like, training camp, when you go and you, you witness it for the first time, is exciting. Once you've seen it, I, I think that there's, uh, you know, a little bit of a luster that's lost. Yeah. But I, I do think that the joint practices provide something different for exactly what Mike just said. Like, all of a sudden, you're starting to see, oh, okay, well, it wasn't, you know, some undrafted rookie who's probably not going to make the team getting beat by your number one receiver. It was, you know, the other team's best corner. You know, last year we had uh, Darius Slay going, you know, in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, he was going against some of was he, he was with Philly last year, right? Yeah. You know, some of those matchups that you see um, that you don't get a chance to see all the time at practice, those to me are a little bit more in interesting. Yeah, it's a good, good rep right there. Good catch by, by our cameras. I think you guys saw it. Uh, with Taekwon Thornton, you know, trying to get off press against Justin Bethel. Uh, it looked like, you know, Bethel probably got a, got a pretty good shot on him. Uh, that's something that, that, that he's going to have to learn. You're seeing, you know, Myers go up against Mitchell right here. Uh, you know, you see how the veterans have a little bit of cachet in terms of their footwork, being able to right. open things up immediately. You saw Bethel get his hands immediately on Thornton and kind of disrupt his timing. Uh, that, that, that's a big part of what he's going to have to learn how to do. This is a good matchup here uh, as we got Parker and, and, and Malcolm Butler. Uh, pretty good job by Butler. I mean, you know, we talk about man coverage corners. Butler was certainly one when he was here that could play plenty of man coverage, and uh, I think you saw a little bit of it there. You know, as, as Paul's pointed out, Parker, not exactly his, his skill shaking guys loose, but uh, some good reps there, and, and certainly I think illustrate but the body, Thornton yeah, what he's got to do. The body control has been impressive. I think he moves pretty well. Now, I think... He's a guy that can, can definitely give them an element they didn't have last year because um, certainly all the things we heard about Nikhil Harry, he, he didn't do anywhere near as well yeah. as what I've seen in a couple right. of days, Two from, days. From, from Parker, although yesterday I thought they did a, they did a pretty good job yeah. on him. He had that one amazing yeah. catch yeah. Um, on the sideline on a back shoulder play, but uh, otherwise I thought he was pretty, uh, pretty well covered throughout the day. Yeah, and so that would be the one yeah. thing I, like, yeah. like I would – Give Caution. some credit wanna, to Mills. Yeah, and, and, Mills I, wanna, and, and I want to be fair. I used yeah. to say, well, Nikhil Harry doesn't get open. Yeah. Well, De Devontae Parker hasn't been open a lot. Yeah. He's just made the catches anyway. Yep, yep. And that's what, you know, that's what a contested catch guy does. That's what it is, you know. Uh, Pedro from Connecticut checks in. Uh, question for Pedro. Yeah. With day three of training camp starting, what are some things we should look for after the last two practices? Uh, he was at training camp day one. Noticed Trey Nixon made a couple mistakes, took a lap. Uh, is that a bad sign, do you think, for his future? Um, I don't know, guys. What do you think? What are you seeing out of Trey Nixon? I mean, I think it was Quiet. he had Not an much, opportunity, yeah. you know, with Jacoby yeah. being limited in the spring. He got a chance, but it doesn't really seem like yet he's, uh, he's gotten much of an opportunity to, to work with kind of the top group. It's also tough with all the hype he got from the beat writers where he was like a guy that could probably be a surprise make the team or a surprise cut with how much he was hyped up after minicamp. Yeah. And Fred, Fred was a big fan. Fred, Fred had him as a... You know, one of his guys. But it's a long camp. You never know. I mean, uh, one injury here or there can, can change things dramatically. Uh, so that's, you know, something to watch. Here is, uh, see Joe Judge kind of giving everybody some coaching points. 
Cubs. They're working through some, uh, I guess it's just basically offense against air, throwing some routes. But and over here on the defensive side, it's like we're working on, you know, sorting out, sorting out stack releases. I mean, that's a tough thing to do. You got three guys. How do you how do you match it out of the out of the breaks? Where does everybody go? Certainly something you see them practicing a ton in practice. I like that. See something that they're practicing a ton in practice. Practice. Well, you got to practice it. We're talking about practice. We're, talk, we're talking about practice. This is practice. Stuff that you practice and practice. So we're going to be wrapping up video here shortly, but uh, stay with us. We'll have uh, audio time just throughout, so you can hear the dulcet tones of our of our voices and analysis and. Things are sure to ramp up here in a little yeah. bit. So Back to the, the Trey Nixon thing real mm -hmm. quick. Um, he did do a lap on the first day. He bobbled a punt. So it's not like, you know, he's, you know, missing his assignments, running the wrong routes, and, you know, not, not doing what he's supposed to be doing. He bobbled a punt, and that's it's just like a false start for a lineman. It's not necessarily like, oh, okay, he's in the doghouse now. He's running laps during practice. Um, but I will say that he has been exclusively with, the quote-unquote backups and hasn't gotten a ton of opportunities um, you know with you know after we saw him in the spring be a big part of what they did offensively we haven't seen really many of those opportunities and you're seeing him now he's actually I mean it's all the receivers are now uh, over with the quarterback so you are seeing a chance now he's getting some opportunities I wouldn't call this quasi competitive even but uh, he is he is getting a little run there with, with some of the top guys uh, you know, Addison from Fresno checks in, Paul, and, and he says, uh, you know, he's going to push back on the, the people that want to see video of us on Patriots Unfiltered. He's, he said, am I to believe that people would actually have six hours a week that are free enough to sit down and watch an audio podcast? I don't understand the overall push for video podcasts. I always felt the charm of podcasts was keeping you entertained or to provide white noise without being tied oh, down to a video. Addison, oh, <laughs> preach it. Sounds preach like it, someone Addison. with a job. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's just like. I mean, I don't care. Like, it doesn't really change anything if you want to yeah. do it. Yeah, it's just, but I've know. never, I've never, uh, unless, you can't to me, if I'm going to watch radio on TV, I need a significant amount of production value that goes with it. I need yeah. B-roll playing. I need, you know, some kind of uh, information up. And, you know, like, well, you know, we put up some things like, like, you know, from some burning questions that you did uh, heading into training camp and, uh, you know, some of that kind of stuff. You know, maybe updates on the roster and things like that. But if you're just going to look at the guys talking, I mean, no yeah. offense, Alex. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're a lovely yeah. girl. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, oh look at our. You think I could get Alex to take a swing at me before? before <laughs> no, so never. I like the banter. Oh, yeah. I like being made fun I of. Like the, I like the witty banter. Yeah. If you're not getting made fun of, then I feel like they don't like you. But um, Well, that is true. You know, I, I, I would you just don't say hear me making fun of someone. My, the, the, the only time I you're making fun of me behind my back, right? File that one away. Rather it be to my face. Uh, yeah, well, we want to thank you guys. We're, we're tuning out of video now, but again, stay with us. We are continuing on here as practice continues for, you know, what will probably be uh, close to another hour at least uh, as we ramp up towards things. Um, Look like Mac Jones just hit uh, Taekwon Thornton over the middle. Do you see a little, did he turn on the Jets? That's what I want to know. A little bit. Turn on those jets. Uh. Quick attendance note. Um, obviously, we mentioned we're not seeing Hoyer out there, but also Dietrich Wise, I haven't Again. seen Again. Yeah. for the yeah. second day. Yeah, I agree. Those are the two um, not on lists that I've seen. So we have two guys off of lists back, Jake Bailey and David Andrews, um, but still, um, still uh, six other guys still on those lists. So not a whole lot changing uh, in terms of attendance. Uh, pretty healthy overall, and I... You know, not sure what the situation is because I, I actually saw Dietrich Wise 
after the first practice, um, and as as always with with Dietrich, he was uh, you know you can never tell giving me the business. Yeah, um, didn't really seem like there was anything. So I wonder if maybe it's a personal matter or something that he's dealing with. Well, this is this is this one probably not up your alley, Paul. And I'm not sure exactly what they mean, but uh, Chris from from Virginia is asking two questions: Who has bigger quads, Bailey Zappi, Damian Harris, or Mike? And can Mike outsquat them both? I, I mean, I really hope you're not referring to me because I certainly. I'm not uh, one of the quadzillas. Kevin Harris. <laughs> Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris now is, that, is quadzilla. That's the one uh, I, I knew I was going to tee up for. More so ball. than Damien? Oh, I think so. I haven't seen Kevin up close yet, I don't think. Yeah, they, I mean, they've Kevin really... Kevin Harris uh, has big legs. Yeah, they've been tough to, to, to kind of spot. I mean, I think Did you happen to see that video of Nick Chubb that made, it, made the rounds last no. week? It was like, I don't know, 600 and change squats. Yes, that like was insane. The, the barbell was bending like so up, much, it yeah. almost looked like one of those like novelty ones that was made out of foam. That's how much <laughs> it was bending. It was like over 600 pounds. It was like you see in a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot of squatting. That's a lot of squats. That's a lot of squats. Alex, you're into fitness. What, what, where's your take on squats? Um, you still I get down there? You still get the belt on? Get down and I drive don't, it? I don't get the belt. Yeah. I, don't, I don't put up more than like... 120 <laughs> these days. I'm not trying to blow my back oh, out. Oh, you're so close to the big wheels. 135, just, you know. I know. Just, you're, you're only That's my PR. That was my uh, PR back in the day. <laughs> back before I was washed up. My, my big wheel talk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, put the big wheels on. The 135, the 225. So we're looking down here. Uh, right below us is the, uh, the defense, kind of defense on defense. But yeah, well, I, I basically, we're going to need them to do something. So yeah. do something. Do anything. anything. What is it? Exactly that you'd say you do here. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, it's just something I've noticed. I mean, a lot of going on the other side with Bailey Zappi, a little, you know, Aguilar in motion. Yeah, it's been opportunities for him. I thought yesterday he got more reps than he did. Did, did you guys feel like that, or was that yeah. something that yeah. was only uh, yeah, we talked about a little bit. Paul aberrations. No, it just Sometimes I'm not always uh, in tune with the masses. Oh, stop. I think you are. No, I, I think, yeah, I think you were right. I mean, it, it, it seemed like, you know, I mean, I think we talked about it where it's, Hoyer knows what he's doing. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta get this kid. All right, but now I'm wondering if maybe Hoyer is like dealing with some kind of like shoulder issue or something. Right. Now that he's not out here uh, in uniform. Yeah. He, he didn't talk light, to the media. Light yesterday, day yesterday. I, he didn't speak <coughs> to the media, but I was speaking to him, and he just like about golf. But it seemed like everything was cool. Did he say like I'm injured at any point? No, obviously. <laughs> Did you say I'm actually going <laughs> to be gonna the? He's not going to tell me that. Did he say I'm actually going to be the <laughs> offensive coordinator, just like everybody <laughs> always wanted me to be? <laughs> Would that make everybody happy? Yeah, Alex, honestly, they would probably calm down a little, I know, all right? Of a sudden, you think all those guys Like, regardless of how much sense it actually makes, they just roll out tomorrow. Like, Brian Hoare is the offensive coordinator. That's yeah. it. And he's got the headset, and that's just it. And you say, wait a minute. This doesn't mean I don't get that guaranteed <laughs> money that you guys talk about. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Alex, just to disappoint you a little bit, you can see the stuff that they're working on both offensively and defensively uh, and where it is. Like yes. It's, it's a continuation of the red zone Inside work. the 10. So the, 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 the de defensive backs are sort of running uh, routes against each other, um, you know, trying to – Trying to guard against some of those kinds of, uh, you know, back line stuff, some back shoulder fades, corner fades uh, in the end zone, and uh, the offense doing the same thing on the other side. So I think we'll, we'll see a little bit more of that, uh, as Bill likes to call it, the red area, not the red zone, the red area. Has anybody seen uh, Steve Belichick not Seen DMAC? DMAC? Anywhere? Uh, I saw him earlier, but yeah. um, I do not see I him. I don't now. see him with this group right uh, here. I saw little. him in when I did when I saw him come out uh, up the stairs. He did not have his sh uh, uniform shirt on. He had it. I thought uh, I thought he had it in his hand, but maybe I'll uh, I'll give another look over that. Maybe uh, 
Maybe I crossed him off the list uh, prematurely. Is that what you're getting on the Twitter machine? Uh, no, I haven't looked yet, but I uh, just, you know, noticed all the safeties down there. But and I, did, thought I, see I thought I had seen him come out up the stairs, but maybe. Uh, I mean, I don't want to speak sacrilegious, but, I mean, do you think there's a chance with all these safeties that they might say it's 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 time on, on DMAC and, you know, turn it over to, to Bledsoe and Duggar and Phillips? I mean, they certainly have the depth. I mean, it's just it's hard to it's hard to talk about a legendary patriot like that but it's hard to ignore all the bodies that they have there and certainly the guys that have been making plays and just the promise of Jabril Peppers how does how does he fit into all this yeah yeah especially with uh, a situation where he hasn't been out there yet yeah. you know getting behind uh, but he's a veteran hopefully he can uh, pick things up a little bit a little bit quicker well it's about a good time for a break as we're getting in between drills and uh, so we'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms were set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast. It's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. 
The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are live from Patriots Training Camp. This is Patriots Unfiltered. All right, we're back out here, day three of practice, and it's starting to ramp up a little bit far end of the far field as uh, getting some seven-on-seven seven work, slowly kind of ramping that up. Uh, but we're going to go right to the phones right now. we got Dominique in New York. Dominique, what's up? What's going on? What are you wondering here about the Patriots? Oh, you got to call him up there, guy. There you go. Good, good. Hey, there you yeah, are. Um, uh, yeah, there we go. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Perfect. All right. Yeah, I had a couple questions that actually deals with the, the running backs. Um, I think a lot of people have been high on Ramondre Stevenson, and I can see why he's shown great physicality up the middle. He's been able to show some great breakaway speed, too, I think. But I'm wondering what really is the major difference between him and Damian Harris. I've always been a Damian Harris fan. I know yeah. Belichick loves his uh, running back carousel. But really, what is the difference is his ability to catch out the backfield. We've seen Ty Montgomery do well over the past couple of days. Um, and then my second question is, are with the emergence or, you know, the emergence of new defenses coming out, we're seeing the seven DB set uh, that was mentioned on the previous show. Do you think the linebacker position is eventually going to, you know, kind of fade into the background, maybe be eliminated similar to the fullback um, with the more active and, you know, mobile quarterbacks that we're seeing now in, in today's game? Yeah, a couple of great questions there, Dominique. Um, let's start with Stevenson. I mean, I think – it's just kind of the weird, unique combination of Stevenson that he is. I, I mean, I think Harris is a strong back. I think he's got good speed. But Stevenson's just a little bit thicker and maybe a little bit more surprisingly explosive. I don't know who would win in a foot race if, if you lined them up. Probably maybe Harris. But I still think that, that Stevenson is deceptively fast. And, you know, and I don't know if you lined them up who catches the ball better, but Stevenson does look very smooth catching the ball. I don't know if that's going to be part of the offense, but... He just seems like a unique guy to me, Paul. Like, yeah. just his size I and like the way he moves. Yeah, and I like I them both. I think they have a good situation, but I agree with you, Michael. I think that I, I think Stevenson provides a little bit more explosiveness and, um, and whatnot. I, I think he has more versatility to, to play on all three downs. Again, I, I think that Harris can do those things, too. I just think Stevenson does them a little bit better. But I like both of those guys. I think they'll both be a big part of the offense. And one interesting note, you know, talking yesterday, Stevenson spoke to us uh, after practice. And a couple of things. First, he's, he dropped seven pounds. He's down uh, to 225, I believe. Um, he, he reported, and you know, we talked a little bit about why, and he, like, unabashedly said, I didn't come into camp in, good, in good, sh good enough shape last year. And if you remember, he got off to a very slow start. Yeah, to believe he was on NFI to open, which, yeah, which Ivan is, was upfront about and, that. And too. Ivan had yep. a comment in, during, uh, you know, around this time about he needs to learn how to become a professional, uh, something Ouch. along those lines. And I'm paraphrasing, but it was eye-opening to hear him talk like that about, uh, you know, an incoming rookie. So that's what he was talking about. He wasn't he wasn't necessarily prepared for NFL life when he got here. 
he got himself in shape, and he feels like he's in better shape now than he was this time last year. Well, some interesting stuff going on down there. I mean, I don't know what you've caught, Paul, but it's it's, yeah, it's like three receiver, it's like three versus a bunch. Yeah, of, it's like of three. Defenders, it's so basically it's like a three on four kind of a deal. And um, you know, uh, I, I, Jono Smith made an yeah. absolutely tremendous catch about yep. uh, you know I'd say three or four minutes ago, back at the end zone, uh, leaping high over the defender and uh, just you know snaring the ball. You know, one of those tough you know away from your yep. body uh, high point kind of hand catches that. That you need to make, and uh, it was a it was a, it was a good play. Uh, Malcolm Butler. Oh that? uh, yeah, that's Jacoby. Uh, and Myers, although the ball's on the ground. Yeah, ball's on the ground. Um, but again, see these, these are the kinds of things like you know, there's a lot of a lot of like collisions going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, inadvertent <laughs> or, or not. Uh, yeah. A lot of contact on some of those plays. You don't know if those are penalties. Yeah, that was kind of a back back shoulder, shoulder. kind of contested catch. And I mean, Jacoby went up for it, but I mean, he just came straight down on his back. I, not sure he hold, held on, uh, but I also caught Trey Nixon uh, pass going off of his hands um, as well. That that you know again, just those guys. Every ball that's thrown your direction is is huge. Yeah. And you know, like Wilkerson had an easy drop in, in yep. drills earlier too. And those are the kinds of things. And it's not fair. Like you're like, well, you you had like 400 passes thrown to you, and you and you're pointing out the two that I didn't <laughs> catch. You <laughs> right. know. Um, but for those guys, uh, you know, you almost have to do something extraordinary to to get noticed because. Well, I don't the think I, there, yeah. Yeah, like I don't think the wide receiver crop is like you know anything special, but I do think they have, you know, four solid NFL veteran type players yep. in in Bourne, Aguilar, uh Parker and uh Myers. Mm -hmm. I think they're four guys that have sort of established themselves as NFL caliber wide receivers. Um, so if you're going to be a guy that hasn't really done that yet in his career, you, I think you have to be extraordinary. Again, Thornton's not going anywhere as a rookie second-round pick. So there's not a lot of room on that depth chart to, to, to crack it unless there's some transactions made. And in order to push a guy like Aguilar or Myers off the roster, if you're a Trey Nixon or a Christian Wilkerson, you have to be outstanding yep. every day. Every day. So we'll move to the punt portion. So we're getting to see uh, Jake, Bailey. Jake Bailey's leg. Me, uh, me, Jake <laughs> Bailey. And we had... Uh, you know, rookie Marcus Jones t catching the first rep. Um, I think that's a, a role that you could see him maybe slipping into. Trey Nixon now, he's next up as, uh, you know, Tyquan Thornton comes barreling down on him. So a little bit of speed there. And uh, now and now your guy, Paul, Kyle Duggar. I mean, I think we should be making notes of this because you've been consistent with this. I love You him. know, involving him more. You've got deep safety class. He was an outstanding punt returner at Lenore Ryan, uh, of course, the, not, not to be confused with Lenore Ryan, the, the, the department, department store, store. Right. Uh, the college, <laughs> but, you know, well, we have, old. you know, the deep dive, deep dive <laughs> it's reference. A, it's a Fredism. Somewhere Fred is nodding. It sounds like a, like a, a women's department store, <laughs> <Lenore>. <laughs> women's clothing yeah. department store. Somewhere Fred's got a, is nodding knowingly uh, to that reference, but, uh, you know, you're getting dug. I mean, if you've got the depth at safety and he's going to be a plus, you know, potential plus returner like that. Uh, why not give him a chance? But but certainly all eyes on Marcus Jones. You haven't seen those highlights uh, from his college days. Go check those out of what kind of punt returner he was. Um, Maybe the most know. electric punt returner in NCAA history. Absolutely. Um, I think he what led the nation in like all-purpose yards. I mean, he just he's a guy that, that's done a little of everything. But I think we've all been kind of surprised at at his stature. He just he, he looks. I mean, we saw him. I don't know if you were down there, Alex, with me. Maybe uh, off field. But we were like in, in, in the studio. Uh, I think the day after he was drafted, he came in to say everybody, and it was like you know, a little bit surprising. But certainly the speed, the quickness, the 
change of direction ability, uh, th those things are, are all there, and, and I'm sure he's going to make a lot of people miss this preseason. Another uh, punt by Bailey. It's a oh, oh, and that's not good, Marcus. That's not what I'm looking Marcus. for. Right there. So a little bit of a little bit of bumble there off his hands and onto the ground. So I'm waiting to see either Troy Brown or Cam Acord come running over full speed to talk to him about that one. And it looks like he's off on a lap as uh, off he goes. He already knew <laughs> as expected. Picked some stuff up here in camp, yeah, at least. Yep. There's, there's the block observations uh, for you, Paul. <laughs> I don't know why you make the lap list. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't know why. I, I know you love to see you come up. <laughs> Two thousand words of crap every day. He's moving though. <laughs> well, it's definitely not a Trey Brown, uh, tr Trent Brown type pace for sure. But and again, I want to point out Ty Montgomery's presence in a lot of these things. They're working on punt protection. It's it's yeah. punting today. Um, and we see Ty Montgomery serving as one of the sort of outside yeah, gunners, you know, uh, not no, not one no. of the gunners, one no. of the outside protection guys, okay. you know, the okay. guy, you know, like kind of the Brandon Bolden role. Ah. Um, well, that's a full role that needs to be filled, of course. Very important. But we've also noticed, uh, you know, D-Mac is, is, is not spotted. Yeah, so I we saw him early him. on. But so if I did see him earlier, he is no longer um, yeah. out in the field visible. Maybe he had good morning football responsibilities. I think he, he did it yesterday, though. <laughs> maybe they invited him back. It went so well. They're maybe, pulling the switch yeah, Maybe Jason couldn't do it today. <laughs> so so imagine they just, they they just, just switched. Devin just shows up, sees if his new cast notices, or if Jason's new cast even I think notices. that's a good bit for Good Morning Football would be just to swap them one day and have Jason come out here and Didn't they do that to you guys to, uh, when Jason I'm first sure signed did. during training camp? I feel I, like I, I remember they, a little social. I don't know if they did, but I will say this, and I'm not great at those in general. I could always tell them apart. They, yeah, they me are too. identical, but yeah. I could always tell them apart. Yeah, me too. I didn't find, that, I didn't find them too tough to discern. So still going through some punt stuff. Quarterbacks just kind of hanging out in the end zone. You know, that's... Uh, really appreciate it if they yeah. started to do this stuff more on their own time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But rather than when we were on the air. Well, here goes Marcus Jones again. Let's see if he can uh, redeem himself. And this one will be from Jake Julian, the offensive guard turned punter. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good depth. Got it down to the 10. Caught cleanly this time. Good job, Marcus. You don't want to be a... Error repeater. repeater. That's right. We know that word, Paul. A phrase that I have a hard time <laughs> saying, so I say it very slowly. It's a lot of R's. Error One repeater. more time. Say it three error, times fast. Repeater. Can't. Can't. A lot of syllables. It's like Max Scherzer. <laughs> Cannot say that name. <laughs> it's very, very tough one. But, uh, you know, I, I got to say, Paul, you, you pointed out Johnny's catch, and uh, I think he's, he's doing what he needs to do. I mean, it hasn't, you know, maybe been... Every day, multiple plays, but I think over the first three days, he's made uh, he's made some plays in the end zone and, and and made some opportunities, and he's been out here and been able to right. So what build I wonder, because if you recall, I think we we all felt that he had a pretty good training camp last year. Yeah, and now I was you're excited. Start, you're starting to wonder, like, okay, because I, I agree, I think he's been active, I think he's looked comfortable, and he's made plays. Yeah. Now, what does that mean? You know, because last year I think we would have said all the same things. Um, you know, I, th I you know, our, my old buddy, uh, big head, Andy Hart, uh, you know, had him yeah. ticketed for, uh, for, uh, for Canton. I did too. Based off of, uh, what he did in the summer, he thought he was going to have an explosive, uh, season and obviously never materialized. So we'll yeah. have to, you know, take it for what it is. So those underneath crosser routes, it seemed like they were just determined to make that happen. And I think him and Uche were kind of opposite ends of the spectrum for me, where I was all aboard the John U hype train. I never quite got the Uche hype train last year and. 
you know, we saw how both of them worked out. But let's jump to the phones now uh, with Todd from North Carolina. Todd, how are you this fine Friday morning? <clears throat> Sorry for hanging up on you guys, but I got a summer cold, and I was coughing up stuff, and I thought you guys didn't need to hear me sound like a cat, you know, discharging a hairball. <laughs> we <laughs> appreciate you. To be honest you. with you, I didn't realize you had hung up on us. <laughs> no, me neither. Actually, oh. you did. You said something snarky, like I abandoned uh, Deuce in mid-answer. Oh, yesterday. No, that's all right. You're all right, Todd. Yeah, we, we lose track. There's a lot going on. Still Todd, we just needed to still fill the air. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. He, if somebody accuses me of having a red butt all the time, I won't say who it is. But <laughs> my, my quick question is, and I will take still it off the air, is if DMAC were to, say, move into a coaching position or retire, how does that affect the cap? Because I know that he got a he got a significant amount of money for coming back this year, and I remember Paul yeah. and Deuce arguing about you know bringing back veterans, yeah. spending extra money on them, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So if he moved into a different like role, and I'd love to see him as a coach, how would that affect the salary cap? I'll take the answer. I mean, I, Thanks. I, mean I, I think it's it's totally separate. I mean, you, 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 yeah. it would hurt the cap. I mean, you're going to be paying Dmac dead you're, money till 2026. I was say you're paying him whether he plays or not. So I, I think we just have to kind of accept that that that's the decision they were. Making what, what you would save on the cap is whatever his paragraph five salary is. And I don't have that number in front of me. No, I'm, <laughs> that's I'm good. That's good. Whatever his whatever his base salary is I, for this year, you wouldn't have to pay him I, if it's not guaranteed. I, I've never heard the legal jargon come out of you, Paul. That was, uh, I was yeah. I was taken I was taken aback by that. And uh, but he has dead money from the void years, and he's on the cap. Like there's you're not going to save a ton. With well, that kind of move, and, 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 I, and there's no indication that Devin McCourty is interested in coaching either. So. And, and 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 he's right. We we had a little uh, you know little, some some minor verbal jousting as, as sometimes we do. But I, I gotta Didn't say, I, I, I got to admit, Paul, I can't. I, I it makes me a little bit sick imagining cutting you know a Josh Bledsoe type. You know, as much as I love DMac, not to say that it's him or that, but you know, it's just to your point. You got if you've got a young, talented, promising guy, maybe maybe you got to get him in there sooner than later so uh, I would say what the offense seems to be switching to a little bit as they progress here is and I always get this mixed up Mike you can help me out yeah, yeah. is this uh, the further away from the goal line you get is, it, is that called the high <laughs> red zone or the sure, low red zone sure, yeah, I call high. it the high I red call zone. it the high red zone we'll, so we'll I, be I a high red zone you're team. out you're out by the 20 now so you're still in the red zone technically um, but uh, I think most of the plays we've seen the last couple of days have been inside the 10 um these are you know more i think looks like about the 18 uh now yeah. so seven on seven work um with the offense you got henry Bourne, parker uh you know three of the receivers i can't see who the outside guy is on the other side uh maybe Aguilar, but i can't tell from here uh, it was Myers. Yeah, so Myers, Myers. Myers. So Myers starting to pick up some catches today yeah. i mean a little underneath one in the first one a little underneath one on the second one he had Seemed like the touchdown down there. You might, you might not have hung on to, but uh, good for him to get a little bit active. And of course, as you get a little bit further out, a little bit more space, that's more conducive, uh, I think, to, to Jacoby's style. Get having a little more area in the middle of the field to, to work with right. as, uh, as Ty Montgomery jumps in. And uh, let's see. It looks like today's walkie-talkie contestant is Joe Judge. Come on down. You're the one with the walkie-talkie today. They're just uh, messing with us, <laughs> think, us at this point. <laughs> they all have a piece of paper. Yeah. They all yeah. consult with the quarterbacks after every. I just wish they could get one of those, like, you know, Dustin Henderson-type walkie-talkies, you know, the big 80s giant, wa you know, what's with these small ones? I don't like this. I need I need the big old-school ones here. Uh, oh, sorry. 
Seems like the wind's and picking up still, a little bit. Uh, still Terrence Mitchell with Jalen Mills, by the way. Yeah, oh, See? No. Now there's another one of those catches yep. for, for Jono Smith. That's Jono. very similar to the one he made down the other end, and now he's nice getting the crowd. Spike. Yeah. yeah. Getting the crowd going. Um, I, I'm going to yeah. make a, an observation that's way, uh, way too early and going to be like one of those yeah. no, I love warning it. bell that's, kind of rest. Ding, uh, ding. Kyle Duggar struggles to me still in coverage. Yeah. I, I thought he gave up some completions yesterday like that one. This one, you know, and yeah. you look and you're like, oh, that's a great catch. It was a great catch, but he was open. Yeah. He, well, went up, he went up and caught it, and, and he, he, had some, he had some space. Yeah, I mean, I think that the skill there that Jonu showed that, that, that Duggar didn't really was once the ball was in the air, Jonu was able to find it, get up, turn around. It seems like Duggar had a moment if he could, if he could have found the ball to get up and, and, you know, make a play on it, but... Uh, it was a little bit too late, and Johnny was able to go up and, and get it. So, And this is uh, what happens when you watch every play of every practice. You sort of micromanage everything. And I, I would say, anecdotally, I still think that he's a guy who is more suited to be around the line of scrimmage than he is in coverage. Yeah. And I thought he made some strides last year in coverage. He made some plays, had some picks. Yeah, which is okay because, I mean, if they've got a bunch of safeties, that maybe they can, you know, mix and match it a little bit. But, I mean, I'm with most people, I think, in, in you know, hoping that, that Kyle Duggar could develop into really – you know, full all-around safety that, that can do everything. Um, you can't you can't argue with his physicality and you know his ability to do, deliver a hit. I think, but you're right. I, I think he had a slow start too. Another one last year, but started to get his hands on the ball a little bit as, as things went on. Uh, Tyquan Thornton on the last one had a little catch over the middle too, uh, as many of his catches have kind of looked like. Back of the end zone for. That's a good job a by good Sean Wade. Yeah. Yeah, tough, uh, tough to tell how that would have yeah, I mean, I, I been ruled. I, here's my thing. There's no question in my mind that Sean Wade picks that off if he doesn't have those gloves on. Oh, yeah, Yeah, right. that's a good point the, there in the mittens. He's got the gloves. Like, he's got his mittens. Thank and you, I, yeah, I think Mac is <laughs> telling him right now, good play. Like, Mac Jones went right over to Sean Wade after yeah. that play. And I think they sort of understand that. That's what Adrian Phillips was talking about. You know, like, if, yeah. if we're able to make plays with these things on, you know, we're in good What do you do? You just, you just tip the cap? But I thought that was a... Uh, I thought that was a good play by Wade, yeah, and, and that I, was he's Trey been quiet. Nixon, he's yeah. gotten a lot of uh, he's gotten a lot of reps. Yeah, but I, I haven't really seen him make a lot of plays. That was a good play First I thought on on, yep. uh, on Nixon. And that was really just kind of a fade past the end and, and corner of the end zone that. And Johnu, there yeah. you go again. Same guy, Johnu on on Duggar, stop short. See, you know, just as a point of comparison, and and again, this is another wildly premature. I think Bledsoe has done a better job on John o. Smith. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when we've seen him, you know, have a chance to cover yeah. the tight ends. Yep. Yeah, nice practice These are for John come today. back and haunt me, you know, like in the <laughs> middle of October when one I guy's know, not right? even on the team <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I know. But this is, you know, I, I, in high, high red zone, as you said, Paul, I think this is where John is supposed to, supposed to eat. You know, this is where his spot is. This is where you got these tight ends. I like when Mike know? uses the jargon. Gotta this eat. is where he's supposed to eat. You got to eat. A spot at the table. <laughs> hey, don't go the program. The program, I mean, program. That, that movie. Latimer is an animal. Kill everybody. I watched that movie 500 times in my life. I love that movie. <laughs> Alex, anything? Nope, the program? never saw it. No? You never saw the program? I have, you guys got to make me like a list, apparently. I and I just I'll just start with Jaws and get through that maybe 10 times, okay. 10 times or so. Oh, Jaws is much more important. Watch than the Jaws program. until you know every line by heart. And, and then the then program. Yeah. That's the program, thing. you don't need to know the lines. It's just What's the premise? Silly. The program? Team. It's a college football team. It's a college team. football okay. team that breaks all the rules. and you know. 
they break all the rules. They got a, they got a steroid guy. <laughs> so it's yeah. like Blue Mountain the quarter, State, quarterback but... Yeah, but serious. The quarterback gets suspended. They have to put the backup in. The yeah. backup is like a scumbag. He yeah. like gets caught cheating on a test. Yeah. Where does it rank then on they your need football him, movies? So the coach has to go to the, like, the board and get him back. Yeah, for it's, a football movie? I mean, it's pretty high on my list. I, uh, I, I it's don't up know. there. It's I don't know if it will pass Rudy. Top five, uh, though, maybe. Yeah, what's the... Uh, what's Remember the Titans is a great football movie. That's a great one, too. Sunshine. Rudy, Rudy, and remember the Titans. I think are yeah. All right, we're down to the five-yard line now. My controversial one is the longest yard. Run it up. Well, the original longest yard is tremendous. I didn't like the Adam Sandler. Remake. You didn't? What, Chris Rock was so funny. <laughs> no. I didn't see. I didn't see either of them. Ooh, Sean Wade Sean again. Sean Wade. Sean on, Wade breaking up a. Uh, so Sean Wade showing up a little bit today. Would you say? That's good. Yeah. I would say, and I think he needed to because I think that was a, a, a point of conversation. A, a lot of people you talk to of. He's out there, but is he doing anything? So uh, good for him. You know, good for him. Kind of came late in camp, but we didn't really even get a chance to, to, to watch him play at all last year. I think he came right. in after they had already closed training camp. So he was behind the scenes all year working, and you didn't really know what you had. Yeah. I know he was very highly regarded coming out of Ohio State after his junior year. I think he yeah, didn't have a great senior yeah, year. Last, yeah, yeah, last year Lackluster. was not good. And he switched from slot to outside yeah. and all that stuff. And that's a pick. That's a P I C K yep. for for Doug. Was it Doug? I don't know. I don't think it's Doug. No. Two one. Phillips. AP. That time Phillips was able to get underneath uh, Janu. Yeah, it would have been it would have been nice for Doug to grab that one. And uh, that was just that one, you know uh, that was from Zappy as well. So the throw I thought was a little short. So you weren't really happy with Zappy? On well, that? I don't think Zappy was happy with his. Uh, At least he didn't have to take a lap. Resulty. <laughs> we'll be here all for a week, folks. Uh, yeah, and I apologize for that. <laughs> Comedic stylings. This is what happens when Fred's not here. <laughs> it's like my house. My wife's been away for like three days. I have a ruddle. Uh, oh, oh, two offensive players just collide there, yeah. Collide, and that's how you get a concussion in training camp, yeah, boys. That looked like and 17 I think he's, uh, and, and he's slow to Hunter get up, Henry. Yeah, Henry's a little, a little shaken up. Yeah, I hope he's all right there. Yeah, he looks like he's okay. It's amazing to me when I think about it. I was standing next to Hunter Henry two days ago and just being like, what a giant human being. Like, like the, the, the force that it takes to, like, make that guy recoil like yeah. he just did. It's like I, I, it, these people, they're just, they're another breed of human being the size of these guys. Despite the Q-tip hat. Yeah, I know. I mean, it would be kind of ironic that he's like, man, Wilkerson's the fine. The he didn't have a hat on, and, and Henry's like, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. How my about head, that? My head's killing. The Q-tip saved me today. Yeah, that was uh, not ideal. My guess is Wilkerson did not run the proper route because uh, you shouldn't. You're, have not, you're not supposed to have two guys running. Shouldn't have two guys colliding underneath the goalpost. Yeah. Not by design. I got a lot of that in my flag football team. I, my, my coaching point, Paul, was. Guys, you're gonna think about slapping left hands. Slap left hands. That was, you know, my little. I don't know if that if that works, but slapping left. You know, hands. St you think about when you're crossing. Think about that's what you're gonna left hand. You know. Okay. Never heard that term. I know. Well, I'm an innovator of the game, Paul. So that was my on the spot. That was my only coaching part. Meanwhile, Troy Brown was, you know, drawing up full plays for his team. But slap left hands. That was my probably why we lost. But I digress. Why can't you slap right hand? Because <laughs> then that would confuse everybody. <laughs> You just got to pick one. All right, we're getting into uh, maybe it might be some. I don't know if it's going to be 11 on 11 because looks the like defenders got looks like some scout. Bags, yeah, looks like some scout work uh, first because it doesn't look like there's a regular defense there. But um, 
grab your binos. Yeah, here. please. See some and stuff. Uh, and while we're observing this, let's uh, let's jump to the phones real quick. Uh, Al in Jacksonville. Al, you are on uh, the training camp. Oh, dang it! No, you're not. Hardy is over there grinning at me with with that one. Sorry, that's my fault. If I if I kept you holding on, holding on. Um, yeah, we still have Ferentz at center, by the way, uh, not David Andrews yeah, as of yet, as he's uh, working his way back. So it's the same offensive line we've had with Trent Brown, uh, Cole Strange, Ferentz, Owenu, and Isaiah Wynn from left to right on your radio dial. And again, Ty Montgomery gets some Ty work. Ty Montgomery working out of the slot in motion. Direct snap to Jones. Does not break his finger on this one. Pitch to Stevenson, looking to pick his hole. Yeah. Gets outside big Trent Brown and is able to outrun Cody Davis to the end zone you know, for a touchdown. I mean, that's a play that right touchdown there. touchdown is brought to you by Optum. What <laughs> <laughs> was that? That was good play by the right there. Yeah. Felt like I was. I have, to pr I have to practice. The preseason games Watch are right around so. the corner. Howard Corsell. And, and Paul, what, what can fans expect during the preseason games from you and the Bob's mm. Discount Furniture Studio this year? What kind of cutting-edge analysis are you looking to provide on those important... You know all the witty little anecdotes that I tell during the course of these PU uh, you know, hits when we talk about like Josh Bledsoe and Kyle Duggar? Yeah. Expect to see some of those regurgitated on the preseason <laughs> pre broadcast. Yeah, you know, Zoe, that's something we saw a lot of in camp. That's a big one for me. That's a big one for me. You know, and we, and we saw that in practice, though, if you remember. Uh, so you know what I wanted to talk about, too, and you, you actually bring up something, you know, quasi-serious that, uh, yeah. that I wanted to, to mention. Have you guys noticed calling the plays in the huddle and then a quick break and then, like, quickly to the line? You know, almost like, like, like pace? Yeah. It seems like they're trying to work on speed and really that Getting, quick snap. Yeah. Because that was something that was brought to my attention yesterday that I hadn't really noticed. No. So see, like I don't see it there. Like it no, just that, to me, standard. that's just a regular standard. Point out the know, mic. Call the play in the huddle. Down. Kick break out, the huddle. Kick. Get to the line. Get set. Get a guy in motion. Make a make a check. And in this particular case, obviously Mac is alert. Alert. Is, uh, making some sort of audible, and now he's adjusting the the protection. He wants Bourne to come back in, yeah. into the slot. Like, I don't think there was anything out of the ordinary with that. I, that looks to me like the way most teams run yeah. most plays. Yeah. Right? Yesterday, I, I guess, they were getting out of the huddle really quickly into formation. Hmm. I don't know if that was because of the red zone plays they were trying to run or uh, what. You know, I, I'd have to see it on the live, yeah, like, down and distance stuff. You know, when Bill's, like, putting the ball down, third and 12, you know, and, and, all right, and then they complete a play, all right, second is, you know. Those kind of things, that's where I feel like that, that stuff comes out. But I haven't really felt like they've had like exactly. a live continuation between plays. It's kind of run a play, go back and talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about yourself. So I feel like day one it was a little quicker than yesterday and today. Uh, you know, uh, another thing, too, just to point out, Paul, uh, that I've seen some of the uh, beat writers down there pointing out, which I'm not sure where exactly they're, they're saying it, but, but Pierre Strong kind of limited through the first few days, and I noticed we haven't really seen him do – do yeah. much of anything. Granted, Harris is on the other field working with the with the kind of second group. Right, anyway, I noticed that people have been writing that, but like, but we haven't really seen him do anything. And I also don't know, like, because he's not getting a lot of carries. Does that mean he's limited physically? Yeah. Or like he's just not ready to get a lot of carries. Mm -hmm. Like that's those, those are the kind of things that sometimes I stay away from because yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, maybe they have some information. That just I something don't for people wondering. Hey, you haven't mentioned Pierre Strong or, or really Kevin Harris either, for that matter. I mean, he has been doing some reps and, and those kind of things with, with kind of the B group, but you know, it's hard to, hard to keep track 
of everybody. And I mean, certainly the defensive line uh, and, and offensive line. He's just this stage of the game. There's not not much you can really tell. But right. so this is um, Gotcha down here, right? Is that? Yeah. So we got the, the kind of the. Is that Sam? Sam Roberts, 59. Yep. Next to him. Yep. Uh, interesting. Yeah, Sam Roberts. Uh, now that was one of my guys. Small school, but one of those country strong was as his uh, as his coach described him to me. Just a big man strength. But had you know again had a, had technique issues. Think you know he's going to have to learn to play at the NFL level with the jump he's trying to make from. Maybe he can learn you know, nutrition at the West NFL level too. That'd be good too. That's big. It's big. No. I haven't had to do it at all during during camp so far, but I'm going to reach into this bag and go for my second diet Pepsi of well, good practice. Good for you. We, I mean, we've already been on the air for an well, hour. Well, those are little Pepsis compared to the two liters <laughs> you're used to. <laughs> usually, you know, usually, no, that's good. <laughs> She's ingratiating herself <laughs> to the show right there. I had half of a two yeah. liter once. <laughs> so good nature but you're never ribbing of Although yeah. I will say, since I've been home from Maine, by myself. Yeah, your wife's not home. I, I have can only imagine. I have pretty much taken taken care of a full two liter by myself. <laughs> I thought you'd have one of those hats with the two, you know, just the straw coming down. Yes. I didn't even have to think about it. So the beer cap, yeah. just the Diet Pepsi. Right. Had a nice round of golf yesterday too, guy. Yeah? Yeah. Hitting them straight? Yeah, I was two over. Wow. My, my brother-in-law was one over and he missed a putt on, on uh, the ninth hole that would have had him even par. Watching the... Four birdies he had. <laughs> well... I, th I feel like I could document the Perillo golf season 2022. Strong start, tough middle, but but maybe a, maybe a resurgence here in, 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 in the late summer. A lot of inconsistencies. Unfortunately, training camp eating into the uh, into the time on the links for for Paul, but hopefully his pursuit of excellence continues. Yeah, yeah, it was tough yesterday too. We we were on the third hole and almost got hit from someone off the first tee. It oh, was really. Uh -oh. Really an unprecedentedly bad shot that some guy hit uh, in our general vicinity. Did, did you give him a, like a come on or a, what are we doing no, here? No, or? we were like stunned. Like, where did that come from? And then we were like looking at the guy. I can't even be mad at the guy. The guy's so far away. How did he know we were even here? <laughs> Big hitter, the llama. It happened to me in Churro the week of the fourth playing at uh, Churro Highlands. And these guys were like upset that they had to wait for our foursome. It was kind of packed the uh. week of the fourth. And it's like, okay, we were going to let him go, but then it was so packed. We were like, no, it's, there's, there's no, no point. Way to go. And then they ended up sucking. And we were like, what's your problem, Aww. man? We're better than all of you. I love churros. Churro? <laughs> they're, they're great. Churros are crawlers. I, I got introduced to churros down at Disney World when I was a kid, and I must have ate about 12 of those $5 churros or whatever they are now. I got introduced at Costco. I'm not sure the I Costco ever food one. court. No. I don't like the churros with the filling in the middle. I like the... I don't want that. I don't want that like custard in the middle. And I know we don't have the uh, the video portion going <laughs> right now, but really, in all seriousness, there's absolutely nothing going on. They're in between some periods here. Uh, the offense and defense look like they're going to their respective sidelines. We're probably going to get some full teamwork yeah, shortly, but uh, you know, you know, our, our churro talk is not necessarily no. Don't worry, preventing us from giving you any updates because uh, nothing is going yeah, on at the Mac moment. Mac Jones isn't complete 90-yard, uh, you know, completion to Tyquan Thornton as we're talking churro. Churro deep dive, but here we go. Looks like we're getting some 11-on-11. Uh, 11 11. So now we got Lawrence Guy, Henry Anderson, and, and, and Godshot up front, right? Yeah, yeah. and it looks like uh, Matty P is the one with the walkie-talkie right now. So the dance continues. You got Seam, yeah, Bentley, and um, 
McMillan uh, on the inside. Yeah. And three safeties, Phillips, Mitchell, uh, sorry, Phillips, Duggar, and Bledsoe. And uh, yeah, Mitchell and, and Mills on the outside, as has, as has been the case here through camp early on. But Henry Anderson again getting a look down there uh, with Dietrich Wise out. So you wonder, you know, what his spots like? Is he can he push to make some kind of impact on on these, that, these uh, kind of yeah. groups there? Yeah, and it's it is funny. Like, what do you exactly what do you call it? Is it like a three? You know, like I don't know, like a three, three, uh, five. I, you know, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, three, three, five. You know, with three two. safeties. I mean, you don't really have a slot covering Myers right now, so you're kind of playing. A All right, that that's probably as base as you're going to get defensively. Yeah. But it's you know, last year they went really. I mean, the two biggest personnel packages they played were three safety and three corner. Uh, so it's it's kind of a continuation of that, but and it looks like Marcus Jones is getting more opportunities first in the slot uh, today than he interesting because I thought Wade came in sort of with the second group mm -hmm. the first time around, and now he just came in um, as part of this package with Uche, you know, more of a sub kind of look. Yeah. So this is like a quale and yeah, really just Barmore. This is kind of a, a pass rush package here with with Uche and Barmore and. Judo. Oh, and Uche with the with the sack, right? <laughs> Another nice catch for Myers, though. So I mean, that's a good good day for Myers, getting some some action. Yeah, he's been more active yeah. today. Nice jump up uh, celebration from KB on Myers. So good to see him uh, get some looks. But again, they're about the 15 yard line right now, continuing. I don't know if this is quite the high red zone. The high red zone. Like the mid high red zone. The high red zone looks. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> I should text Andy. He'll start laughing. Down there. <laughs> But, you know, it just illustrates, even with McCourty out, you've got, you know, two veteran safeties on the back end. Um, so, yeah, Marcus Jones in the slot. Bentley. Kind of the run stuffers up front. Is Max calling out signals? He's lost it to the end zone. KB, oh, couldn't hang on to it. That was Jalen Mills in coverage. Nice throw by Mack. Hit. Yeah, Horn had to lay out for it, but just couldn't couldn't hang on through the ground. That one was there. I thought that one, yeah. uh, unlike the one they, they called a drop yesterday, I thought this one yeah. probably should have been caught. It's right there. Good throw by Mack. And uh, now they're kind of pushing the pace a little bit, going right kind of back into it. So Same grouping. Well, this was no huddle, right? Mack, quick yeah. pass. Oh, it's Tips at the line. Oh. oh. Yeah, he was looking maybe for Mac, Myers. Maybe Mac does have a little of that Tom Brady in him. <laughs> Those deflections that never seem to get picked off. Yeah, lucky there. Trying to hit Myers again on the crosser. I do wonder with these things if it's like, you know, hey, Jacoby, let's get you some let's get you some let's get it, you some passes. It today, absolutely you know? is part of it. Like let's focus on it. Like you're telling me that all of a sudden one of those days in OTAs in the spring. It just so happened that Trey Nixon caught like four right, passes. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's something. Yeah. His buddy that he drove with every day <laughs> last year. <laughs> no, but they go into it. Oh, is this my boy D Mac down here? Yeah. Here. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, there there you go. Okay. There you go. Just got done with his hit on Good Morning Football. Mm-hmm. Are we sure that's D or J? It could be J. So yeah, I, I've just I probably make mention of the fact that we didn't see him for a while. And Maybe he went uh, on NFL Network. 
So we got him back. Yeah, we got Carl Davis, Barmore, Uche up front. We got uh, Zappi back. Is that a, have we seen tight coverage? Oh, nice little shake by Wilkerson. <laughs> Wilkerson. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so that was uh, Anthony Jennings. You know, Paul, a name I don't think we have said once. In three years. In three days. I, I would go as far as to say three years. In two years. I'm going to say Ronnie Perkins. We, I haven't seen, really, haven't seen him in the mix really on anything That's a good yet. good point. Uh, which is uh, you know, surprising. You just saw Uche and, and Jennings out there. Uh, and that was Jack Jones in coverage, by the way, on that Wilkerson play, and I didn't think it was very good coverage. Yeah, got shuck loose. Now we got Zappi still in there. Back to pass. Throwing a Ty Montgomery in the corner of the end zone. Ooh, oh, couldn't oh, hang on. Could but not hang on. Oh, oh he, no, did. he did. That was, he a, did. That was a glove oh, that came off. Yeah, it was a glove. Yeah, it was a mitten. That was a glove that came off. Yeah, it was a nice catch by uh, Montgomery and a nice throw by Zappi. That was, Perfect I mean, throw. really well, well done all around. They have Montgomery really doing everything. Yeah. We yeah. knew he was going to be yeah. versatile, but no, he's his literally Fred, practiced you have to say, with like, everyone. Like, like I said, you know, as opposed to the fact that he's been like a running back that wears 88 yeah. like you know throughout his career he could just do it all it's like i mean the second a wide receiver or running back gets hurt it's hard not to just say ty montgomery could probably help fill that that void all right zappy's still in there so continue to work 11 on 11s coming from the 15 yard line dmac no helmet walked in on the back line zappy back to pass gets it out quick yeah, to stevenson see, i think he's gonna He's got a little something. Yeah, a little Mac in him, a little, little get it out quick. I think, but I think he, I think he has some zip on yeah. the ball. Not to do the zapping. Oh, that, that wasn't, on. that wasn't the intention. No, no. On that particular one, it wasn't the intention. <laughs> no pun intended. Little zip. Do you intend? Do you intend that pun? Well, shout out to Eric Scalavino with the pun. That that, that pun was barked to you by. So in case anybody's in case anybody's wondering, I did hear from from E Scal. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, I hadn't really yeah. heard from him at all since he since he left, and he he was checking on my well being for. Yeah. A, a different reason that you guys probably can figure out. I won't necessarily <laughs> say it on the air. Um, nope. He, he, was, he was really worried about me when he, when he, when he heard about something. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I, he reached out to me as well. Yeah, talked to, talk to East Scout. Good to hear from him. I miss him. Had a lot of laughs. Especially. Uh, oh, that throw was, uh, was yeah, a little off. Yeah. Is that my boy Harris? Yep. That was. Uh, Look at the size of those legs. Yeah. 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 It's like Marcus Dupree back in the day. Alex again. What? Who? Yeah. Huh? Who? But, yeah, what, what, what fun we had with Scal, especially when uh, we get off the radio, we're watching training camp practice. They tend to get a little bit slow. Nobody, uh, nobody brought the laughs like Scal, his impressions and all that. It was, uh, wow. We had some that fun what, times. Is that what we're going with? No oh. one brought the laughs like oh, Scal? Oh, he did. He did. <laughs> the impressions? Yeah. You know, sneaking off the backside, what have you, those. Shecky Scalavino. Different comedic moments. Super excited <laughs> to go of my best of abilities. <laughs> my best of abilities is the greatest, the greatest Gronkism of all time. To the best of my abilities. Hey, Ronnie Perkins is out there, so let's uh, let's so see. So there's that. Yeah. So we, you know, it's this. Does he look thinner he to you? He looks small to me, and I and I didn't think he looked small coming out. He looked like a pretty. Yeah, stout I, kind of I wonder if they're trying to, type, like, say, get off the line and be one of those, yeah. you know, sort of quasi-linebacker types. And I don't, yeah, I don't know. He looks, he looks thin to me. Yeah, but, I mean, he's out there with getting Some close to boys. the bottom of the barrel here. With oh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that, that's not what we're looking for on Patriots.com radio, Mike. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Mac Jones back to pass. 
pick. Oh, whoa. Throw it right, whoa. right to Jalen Mills. Oof. Mills. Oof. Mills, he just stopped and Mac. Oh, and right we got the him. first, the first 2021 camp look of Mac oh, right yeah. there. I slapper. think he was, he was a little disgusted with himself. Five pad slapper. Now, yep. my guess is there was something significantly wrong because Myers broke out and he threw it directly to Mills. It wasn't like it was a bad throw. And Mills throw. was alone. Yeah, he yeah. threw it directly yeah. to Jalen Mills, who was no one around him. Mills. Um, he just so forgot I'm not sure what, exactly what, what color jersey there. he was throwing to. Well, they do all have the same helmets and. Did he have the pads on too? He did. <laughs> that, that, I mean, it was. It, it almost took him a second to yeah. like re. Uh, well, I guess when it's thrown right into your gut, you yeah, just there was no mm. way that he could drop that yeah. one. Well, not a not a not a great one to end it on. As uh, Nick Folk is beginning the field goal portion, I wonder if this. Uh, Don't tease me. If we're having an interstitial here, or if we're actually starting to wind things up. But. Well, my son's at it again. Oh God, I'm going to kill him. Can you bring some money up when you come? <laughs> He did find his wallet. Did I tell you guys he lost his wallet yes, in May? Yes, he did. The security found it, but my wife had already canceled the, the debit card, oh, so now he has no access to money. Good. The, kid's, right. be the kid's beautiful. Sorry, I don't you know what you need money for. You're at nah. a lake house. You're, you're, not, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. And I mean, you can always just find someone to make a packy run for him. Yeah. Or you could just call, you wouldn't. call Uber Eats. I heard that that's a really great uh, service to get food whenever oh, you need it. Man, <laughs> I stop talking about my personal <laughs> life with you guys. <laughs> Over a thousand dollars he spent in Uber Eats. The oh two, my God! The two in one month. One in month, one month. That's my two boys. Uber Eats. Nothing says I want food, but I don't want to make it or buy it or do anything. <laughs> Your boys just single-handedly keeping that stock alive. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, uh, you know, Patriots content, uh, digital content manager Chris Ferrera weighing in here on uh, Web Radio's email on on the Churro Talk because. He just want to point out Ancelito's here at Patriot Place has wonderful churros. So really? if you are down here to catch a practice, take a swing over to Ancelito's, grab a burrito, grab a churro. They also have great uh, horchata. Mm. Grab a horchata. Is that the second field goal for? Uh, oh, oh, is there football going on? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm talking about some churros, of us okay? To, some of us have to cover practice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought about horchata and I, so I did it went sideways. 26, so let's call it 46. So really, quite the turnout today. I, I, it is packed. I, I, you know, this hill here and the, the bleachers. Yeah, and I mean, even just, in even the, the fan the area, fan is area mobbed is, over there. is mobbed, and you know, you could still probably squeeze a seat in somewhere. But, but good luck tomorrow. I think if you're coming down to practice on Saturday, I would, uh, I would say get here early, and bring your sun covering, your sunscreen. That's that's the only thing that can be tough about it out here. There's not a lot of shade. Uh, if you get here early, you might grab a spot under one of the trees. Those are valuable places. Yeah, that real estate went quick today. Yeah, that was. Uh, that I was, was out here at 8 a.m. and it was already not, not even a little patch. Yeah, Jake Bailey back uh, doing some holding too. Nick Folk. This is about a 50-yarder, right? 50-yarder. Woo! Just made it. Look good. Yeah, that was about the. How long was the Tampa one? 56. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have made 56. <laughs> It was also, you know, driving rain. Is that weather? Does that count as a weather game? No, that was early <laughs> in the season. But the weather was not uh, conducive to anything. It was, it was warm. Though. There's nothing better on the pre and post game show than we get into the nitty gritty of, of what a weather game is. And well, that Buffalo game didn't really. Didn't, I didn't think the hard stuff was going to come down for, for a few hours. That one was uh, about 50, 55 or so, 54. I think these are the big things for folk too, because 
I mean, I don't know kicking that well against something Scal would have, would have been able to win. He didn't know kicking I, either. <laughs> I imagine as you get older that, that the distance is, is you know, going to all of a sudden so go and you don't really realize it. Exactly. Right. I noticed you got uh, new shades today after you yeah, broke yours I, yesterday. I did. So now oh, I have the, the purple. The pr I got the purple freebies that I took from the, uh, from the break room. This is what it's come to. The purple freebies from the break room. Yeah. I don't know what talking I don't even know. Was that next to the popcorn? My wife, actually, because it's uh, shadesformigraine.org are, are the sponsors. She's like, oh, I, you know, are you, uh, are you for that? And I'm like, of course, uh, I'm, I'm against migraines. So do you guys feel like there's more, like, Patriots personnel in between the fields today? Than oh, it has been a little bit, a little bit. I don't know if they're. I don't know if it's scouts. like all the scouts. We got Matt Groh. I, I can spot. I can spot the long lean frame of Matt Groh usually. Okay. Don't see him though. All right. So we got a little oh, bit right. more. Uh, little little more team uh, offense going on down the far end. Still in the high red zone, high-ish red zone. Um, but now they're going to be going away from us, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I don't like that. Can we uh, I thought the now? defense was pretty solid again today in some of that red zone work. There was more completions than yesterday, obviously. But, but the ones they got were, like, close. It wasn't, like, yeah. well, easy peasy. I thought, yeah, the, defense was, I thought the defense yeah. was good again. I, I have yeah. no idea what happened on that last throw with, with Mack and Myers, though. Yeah. Miscommunication. Zagged My instead of zagged. I think Myers is supposed to. Uh, Ooh. Parker yeah. over Mills. Parker wanted a call. Not inbounds, though. No. According to yeah. Yeah, Bledsoe, I believe. Uh, and, the, and there's not really any celebration going on offensively, so my guess is Parker was out of bounds. But again, a lot of this. Was that Mills uh, again? Yep. It was, yep. A lot, lot of throwing it up, and a lot of throwing up to the corner of the end zone. Been seeing that over the last few days. I mean, so many of the touchdowns that they've connected or missed on have all been drop back and, and put the fade up, let the receiver go get it. Yeah, yeah. Hunter Henry back out there, though. That's a good sign after uh, his collision, so no worse for wear, as they say. And we got Mac He's going again. <laughs> 11 on 11. I mean, again, Bledsoe out there, you know. Hitting. Yeah, it's just a little flare out to Janu, but caught it. Yeah, been a productive day for Janu. I think, uh, I think he's made the plays when he's had opportunities. That's all you can do, Paul. That's all you can do? That's all you can do. You can't make plays when they don't throw it to you. But, I, you know, I just I think it's, I mean, everybody probably is well aware of it now, but, but Bledsoe is just consistently working in with, with top reps everywhere you go. So. All right. Mac lining up. Got... Aguilar and Henry out to the right. Johnu and Jacoby to the left. Stevenson in the backfield. They're going from the f from the ten. Oh, Mac wanted to throw it. No, oh, he's going to tuck it, and he'll scamper in for the touchdown. The only thing missing there was the gritty. <laughs> yeah, too close. You know, you need like the full seventy-yard run to be able to. Yeah, the defense is definitely. Um, Getting better, There's, yeah. You know, like, I I think um, once once Bourne and Parker sort of laid down the gauntlet uh, mm -hmm. about halfway through the first day, I think the defense has gotten the better yeah. of things. I'd agree. But do you find Paul over uh, your many years of experience watching training camp that defenses tend to start out ahead of the offense? I mean, of course, you had Tom Brady here. I'm sure it's hard to exactly. Like you know, it's hard to compare. Like the ball yeah. literally never hit the ground yeah. when Brady was here. Yeah. 
Um, what about well, the boogeyman year? There's a good, yeah. Th there's a good play. I think he caught it. I think he caught it. Hunter that Henry, Hunter Henry catching over Kyle Duggar. Excited about it. Yeah, yeah that was that was a good fade um, from from Mac to, to Henry, his favorite red zone target from a year ago. Yeah, Duggar Duggar can't be happy with this day. I don't, I don't know how much he's gonna get negative attention for. That's three TDs uh, that I can remember yeah. off the top of my head to tight ends. But again, another, you know, just throw it up and let them go up and get it. I mean, I. I Do you not like that? <sighs> I don't like it either. I don't really like it. I mean, I'd love to much rather see things in rhythm and catch and run. It's just been so many attempts on contested catches down the field. I just feel like you always run the risk of a turnover on plays like that because you can't know when you throw it if the guy has gotten any separation. Yeah. Or if he's in position. Again, we got Bill right behind the huddle. Not sure who's got the walkie-talkie at this moment, but Matty P's over there too. Joe Judge behind him. So we got Zappy in there now. Quick throw, nice. That's a good. That's seemed like that might have been a little bit it of was a blitz. Low, kind yeah. of a low snap too, and he still got it out. Yeah. Quick. That seemed like kind of a hot read. Just get it out to to Myers and. Nice job by him anticipating some of the pressure that was coming in. So, I mean, I'm happy that Zappy's getting this work. I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> I really didn't mean to walk a little like that. But, yeah, I don't see a walkie-talkie at the moment, and I see Bill talking to the quarterbacks when he's giving the play. Bill probably <laughs> Bill probably threw the walkie-talkie off the bench because <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't working properly. All right, Zappy back for another one. Oh, that's, that's a pick. pick. That's a pick. Trying that, was, that was a little behind. Trying who, to hit Who Thornton. actually has that? 20-something? Uh, Is it Wade? No, nah, I can't tell. Hold, please. Oh, uh, it's Bethel. Justin Bethel. Um, and the one negative I would say, I, I thought the previous play, it was a quick slant, and he did get the ball out really fast. I thought it was a little on the back hip, mm -hmm. just a little slightly, mm -hmm. and that one's a little yeah. bit slightly behind, and that allowed the – the pass to get uh, defended this time, and uh, Bethel with the pick. Yeah, I, I think the defense continues. Yeah. Again, though, you know, it's uh, Thornton. Like, every every pass they throw at him is like a contested catch right that was over Thornton. the middle. That was Thornton yeah. on that play? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I got another developing opinion. Uh, I'll save it for after the play. Zappy back to pass. Ooh, oh. Oh, that Protection breaks chaos. down. And, Yeah. So I, I noticed over here when they were doing some of the one-on-one -on -one stuff and we were kind of watching the receivers try to get off press, they had Bethel, uh, Justin Bethel on him. Yep, yep. I can't imagine, given his special teams prowess, there's a better guy on pressing, getting sure. the hands great, on a great, guy. Yep. I wonder if it's yep. intentional that mm -hmm. they're like, you know what, you're going to go against Justin Bethel on, on these plays as yeah. often as you can Yep. Uh, to try to give Thornton – I you like know, it. the best test yeah. that he can get in, in this kind of environment. I throw Butler in there, too. I mean, I don't know See, how much that's Butler's That's how got. you get 2,000 words of nonsense <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I that don't might have absolutely nothing to do with anything that they did. <laughs> well, you got to think... It does a little bit with how little he is. Like, it's going to be important to see how he handles contact, like, right off the line like that. Yeah. And I, I, I was saying, I, I mean, I'd almost throw Butler in there. I mean, I don't know what yeah. he's got in terms of total play, but I think he's a feisty, aggressive guy on the line. That yep. Give him yep. a similar kind of look. All right, Max back in there. He's got Kevin Harris back is back. beside him. And good protection. He's throwing it up in the back corner, and he's out of bounds. Thornton caught it, but 
nice to see him. It's kind of like a bend it back outside route. Yeah, you wonder if the timing is maybe a little bit off because of the, too fast. the newness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> They're chatting about it now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that would be my guess. I think you're right, Alex. I think Mac probably said, no, you, you got to do this instead of that. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Just, you know, Thornton, just keep getting out there. Keep getting your reps. I think, uh, you know, the middle of the field stuff is where we can maybe get a sense of him. Tough in the red zone to see a guy with long speed. Let's get a little Marcus Jones of safety right now. I'll tell you. Oh, quarterbacks have really been um, Under getting, getting moved off the spot, as yeah. they say, uh, consistently. Which, I, again, I think that this is part where I'm not going to give the defense as much credit. I just think it's impossible to keep a pass rush out yeah, sure. for any length of time when you can't hit anybody. Yeah. Got no punch. Punch somebody in the chest. Although I wonder, you know, with the with the shells on today, if you know if that enables you a little bit as a, as an yeah. offensive lineman to be. to give a little bit of a poof. could be could be could be could be. But yeah, that was uh, Mac flushed out and uh, managed to find Kevin Harris. But uh, as I pointed out too, Marcus Jones playing a little little safety there. In the yes, I have noticed that uh, Deuce. Yeah. Which is like I think it just feels almost like what they do automatically if you're a slot corner now. It's that well you're going to learn the safety position as well. Doesn't really seem like any of those guys, Mark, Miles Bryant, Jay Jones. Yeah, I think based on personnel a lot, mm -hmm. you sort of dictated it to something like that. Yeah. All right. Crowd getting, crowd looking for something here. Yeah, crowd's not as, uh, certainly not as active as day one. I thought, thought the receivers did a good job of generating some some energy that's in day what one. it was it was just the receivers having such a good day and hyping them up on this side of the field all right Mac calling out plays Hunter Henry on the backside isolated Mac flushed out of the pocket again by Judon he and wanted him to move back and, and he did direct him back yeah uh, oh. Parker is not happy he's complaining about a uh, Hold a push. How can I not get the call? You got an illegal contact the, on that. The the call flag. Ref. Come on. Come on, ref. Open your eyes. Yeah, right. these are the kinds of completions that I think are going to be recorded that uh, Mike and right. Paul probably would not be counting. There you go. Right? That's And that's just pretty sure that counts as a touchdown. NFL quarterbacks that get 10, 10 12 seconds to throw probably will find somebody, <laughs> which is what's been happening on the last several plays. Yeah. Right. One for one for a touchdown. Perfect. Yeah. Can be deceiving. Now, that said, I thought, Mac, you know, you run the play and you, you go. And, you know, he's rolling to his right. He's gesturing to his receiver, you know, come off of your route, break back to an open space, and they end up connecting. I just think that those are kinds of things that you don't really want to do in re regular season games yeah. where you kind of, you're really getting close to throwing back across your body. And those are the kinds of plays that don't really end well. All right, well, we're switching up the drills here. A lot of the offensive linemen lining their helmets up on uh, the 30-yard line here yeah, on the so closest. Yeah, so they're wrapping up here. There'll be a little uh, little punt work here, I think, to end it. Yeah. It's Marcus Jones back to receive. What are these two guys doing in the end zone? It's like two guys lining up to, I guess they're just kind of where doing a dry rep. Uh, Thornton and, or I guess that's Ronnie Perkins. Oh, I, I seems like they're just in the end zone doing dry, kind of watching what to do and, and doing their own kind of reps, even though they're not in the drill. Thornton down on Marcus yeah. Jones in a hurry. 
I just want to see Thornton tackle somebody. Like so this. Thornton, last time getting tackle somebody. <laughs> right? Thornton getting some work as a gunner, which yeah. we saw a little bit in the spring, if you recall. Yeah. He should be able to get down there in a hurry. All right, another rep for Jake Bailey. It's me, Jake. Jake Bailey. And, uh, Don't you remember? On me? our left side, it seems kind of a lot of the regular offense and defense guys, but no helmets on. Just kind of maybe doing some walkthrough stuff. It's kind of a weird knuckleball. Trey Nixon got the catch. The punt. It's probably not too long, probably head for the hills. Everybody's favorite part, practice. Well, my favorite part. Maybe it's close to time to eat. Well, guys, as we're, I guess, starting to wrap things up here, uh, what, are your, what are your big takeaways here from, uh, from day three? I'll let you guys go first. I didn't have a lot of great takeaways. <laughs> yeah, I would just say probably nice day uh, for Janu. A couple nice catches. Nice day for Jacoby Myers, just getting to be a little bit more active. And uh, maybe Sean Wade. Sean Wade you know, getting showing getting up a little bit. But yeah, I would agree overall. Continued with your, your uh, assessments at JJ Taylor down there. Okay. Bledsoe maybe didn't make as many plays no, today, but continues to be involved with, with with a lot of the top groups. Right. And uh, luckily, Hunter Henry maybe avoided some injury, but. Otherwise, probably felt a little bit of an extension of yesterday with the, with the defense kind of kind of carrying the play. But, again, just a lot of the offense trying the fades to the end zone, fades to the corner of the end zone. A lot of those plays being run. Um, I guess we'll see how things evolve in the, in the next couple of days if they open things up a little bit. But that's been my takeaway. What about you, Alex? Yeah, um, again, I think the defense really played well again today and a lot of pressure and – yeah, not, not really a lot of signature moments. I felt like the first couple of days you had a couple of signature catch moments that got the crowd into it, and you felt yeah. like uh, maybe maybe the John one. I guess the John probably the, the, the high catch points. of the day. Yeah, John sure. Smith had a couple of high pointers that I thought um, were a little bit, you know, out of the ordinary. But yeah. I, I agree with you guys. Uh, overall, I thought the defense was better, um, and there weren't a lot of you know really eye popping signature kind of moments. But again, this is now three straight days, no pads. It's I, I, it's got to be hard for them too. The players, oh, like, yeah. they, they, like they probably just want to get started now. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, and uh, I think some of the CBA stuff, I think, is a little bit um, sort of con constricting. Yeah, I mean, it's really the only term. sport that you can't just hop into it. I mean, basketball, baseball, hockey, when they get going, you're just playing the sport. There's never like, well... well the hockey team's going to come out, but they're not going to wear pads today. They're right, just going like, to be and skating. And I don't really like get, like... Rookies and injured players and quarterbacks all reported last week. So now the rest of the team reports earlier this week. Like, how long is the acclimation period yeah, got to be? Right. Why can't that count as the acclimation period? So I don't know. Back in my day, we used to just jump in with two feet. Let's go. Oh, man. Right into the deep end. Yeah. Double sessions. <laughs> Back in my day. Well, a lot of standing around. I think we'll probably probably put a cap on on today's show unless you think it's going to suddenly uh turn it seems like everybody's got their helmets off well, let's and see if we can yeah. wait till the end of this punting yeah portion just to make sure that there's nothing yeah I, we do I it agree for the fans we do it for the fans. i agree with you but just fans. in case something happens we want to make sure we're uh yeah we're able to do it some sound comes yeah. on and they start notice low, that sound low knuckleball from jake julian he's not happy with himself it's probably you know as a jake punter he's still in second place J.J. Taylor, he's another one, preseason darling. I'm sure he'll 
put on a show yet again. Will it be enough to crack the lineup though this year with, with reinforced? I think the whole James White situation there um, is going to be telling. Like if, if James White is part of the equation, then I don't see there's any room because Ty, Ty Montgomery is going to be here. I, I got to think that they're going to find a way to keep the two rookie running backs, the draft picks, Harris and, and Strong. I, I just don't know how much room there is for how many running backs. You know, yeah, can totally. keep more than five? Yeah. So and why? Yeah. I, I, if James White is here, I, I, don't, I don't think that J.J. Taylor will be. Now maybe James White starts on PUP. Ooh, that was a, that was a boomer. That was a little better uh, on, on that one. Yeah. Marcus Jones opening up the open up the speed a little bit. See a little bit of his quickness. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess this is going to be this is going to be the end. If you want to sign yeah. it off, there. yeah. There's a lot of meandering going on down on the field right now. Makes me feel <laughs> feels like everybody's uh, now, now, the, now they're up. playing soccer. Or, you know, <laughs> what is going on? Kendrick Bourne and Damian Harris look like they're working on their World Cup skills. Warming up the field. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Be sure to uh, you know tune in. Me and Paul, we uh, we record a, a wrap of each. Camp Cast. So if you weren't able to listen to the whole show, you don't want to go back and listen to two hours and try to sort through it. Uh, coming up shortly, we will have a quick catch-up, quick recap of what happened today. But be sure to tune back in tomorrow, Saturday. We will be back. The big boss man, Fred Kirsch, will be back in the host chair. I know we all love it when he is here bringing his perspective uh, as well. So good day today and a little bit more work. Defense continues to shine. For Alex Francisco, Paul Perillo, this is Mike Dussault. We'll sign it off. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.